1: they scream it's the tash show everybody hacking everybody just wants more with the action hip-hop jones got the music blessing. better watch out that's all he's asking over like bro he keeps it real he's no joker original he's no posing no competition he's the owner there i'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the tash show.
2: Show, show all right all right here we go a little tuesday action tuesday edition of the tash show Oh yeah. Mm, let's start that over. Anyway, as I said, a little. Uh, when, should we back everything up? Just this is really bad way to start the show. We'll just back up in a three, two, one. Or oh, try that again in a three, two, one. Or oh, try that for a third time in a three, two, and a one.
0: The following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion <laughs> is advised.
2: This will be much better. Don't rewind your audio on demand. This is how a show needs to start when you don't F up.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, there's going to be some hacking in this one. Someone's hacking this st- something in this show, I promise. There'll be a conspiracy theory in this bitch. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Yep. Oh, that's how you start a show. All right, they count me in, and a three, in a two, and a one. Hey, welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Taz Show. Oh, that was smooth as a baby's ass. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you're listening live, sorry. No, if you're listening live at TazShow.com, thank you. Maybe you're listening live on the Radio.com app. I appreciate that. Or oh, maybe you're watching live at TazShow.com or watching the video, uh, VOD Video on Demand. Appreciate that. Or the podcast version. Of the show, the daily podcast of the show I right, Play it, tune in, iTunes or Spotify Thanks for that, thanks for consuming the show It's going to be a very busy show We've Got a lot going on, uh, going to be a lot going on I should say, in this show Going to have, uh, you know, it's Tuesday So we always have the PW Insider Report With Mike Johnson, so Mike Will be on the show uh, in a little while Looking forward to having Mike on the show See if Mike brings something to the table I know he's listening right now I'm sure he's listening because he's going to be on later So he's like, he always likes to double check to make sure I don't say nothing bad about him. He's insecure. He don't listen to any other days of the week except Tuesday. Guaranteed. Ego Jones. So that's not just him. Everybody around me is like that. (sighs) All right. So we're going to talk about Raw in a little bit. There's a lot to handle in Raw. I have a conspiracy theory. I'm going to hit you guys with it. And I think I'm right on this one. Uh, a couple of conspiracy theories. And uh, I'm going to talk about a, a pretty good Raw. I didn't, I didn't think it was horrible. I thought it was okay. I'm not going to throw a flag on Raw. I thought it was pretty decent. we got people calling the show already. People jumping on already. They want to talk. And I want to talk to them. And I want to talk to you. If you want to call the show, it's a very simple process. As you guys know.
3: Attention hotline
2: fans. All you got to do is dial an 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. Yes, you can do that. very easy. So, hello and welcome. So, uh, before we get rolling, we'll do a little, um, ho- oh, before we do house cleaning, we're probably going to do, just so you guys know, we did not do Facebook Live yesterday. There is a chance, there is a chance, we're working on this, this is big, where well, we might do Facebook Live for the whole second hour of the show today. <laughs> it's a big deal. So, let me bring in the biz dev guy real quick of the show, the audio producer, Let's be honest, he's the main person that basically runs the show here. I'm just a front man. They call him Lumber Biscuit. They call him Dirt Sheet Dennis. They Some call him Jobber. Some call him a Lumberjack. Some call him Dennis Jones. Some call him Jumbo Jones. Some call him Jobboy Jones. I just call him Lumberjack City Bum. Timber! Uh, good moment, Dennis. Good moment. That, bro, no one's got a better introduction. Yeah. Than you, right each day, I've noticed each day
4: you add something. <laughs> I don't even know. I just so at some point the whole show is just going to be going to be like tied to bring in the producer. And Dude, you're as you would say, I'm just,
2: I'm just spitballing. You know, you know that's my gimmick, and, you know? and you're good at it. Ah, uh, well, this is why I don't want to brag, but okay, you are correct.
5: Yeah. So, uh,
2: anyways, uh, so yeah, so um, can we do the second hour? This was the, like a like it's like a pre-show meeting on the air. Can we do before we talk about raw? And get to the phones. Facebook Live for the second outside. We've done this in the past when Video Brian was the video director, God rest his soul. Um, yeah. But we've done this. Uh, you're, you're getting confirmation. I see you got your finger in your ear going ting a ling loo. My uh, does my anyone so- even know what that's from? No I one knows what no that's idea. from. No one knows what that I got you got what's that song? I got my finger in my ears singing tingling something like that. Ting a uh, UK fans might know what that is. So, if someone wants to tweet the answer to that, you win nothing. But I, I digress. Uh, Dennis, can can we uh, can we do this or what? Confirmed.
4: Okay, so. We can if you if you're willing. Also, put the heat's on me.
2: So that oh. would mean that Mike Johnson would be on Facebook Live. That's that's that's. I don't know if that's good for our uh, viewership on there. I mean, I don't know if that's a good idea. What are you nuts? You know what I mean. Fair point. Okay. Good. Got it. Okay, great. I uh, need to get some house cleaning here. In, uh, are you ready for house cleaning? We're good, right? Ready L- when you are. Let's do it. House cleaning.
0: It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning. Tidying up all the
1: schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz Show.
2: All right, so want to let you guys know right out of the box, Jones uh, Boathouse Jacket, as you know, the half-zip pullover, the well-constructed, phenomenal, only available in the U.S., unfortunately, Boathouse Jacket. There you see it on the screen if you're watching the video. It will be gray this year. We do this once a year. We did a black one last year. This will be gray with a black trim with some orange trim in it also. We can personalize this. It's all custom. With your name on the right chest or nickname, whatever you want to call yourself. You got a big number 13 on the uh, right sleeve. Looks like the boathouse logo will probably be on the left sleeve. It's not that big, but it's on there. Nothing on the back. Orange gussets on the back. If you want more detail on the construction of this, go to my Twitter account at OfficialTaz1Z. It's pinned. And there's a link there if you want to go buy one of these. They go from sizes extra small to 5x. So if you're a little baby guy or you're a big boy, you can get it any size you want. And um, I cannot explain how well these things are constructed. Constructed, I should say. Uh, the, the, the quality is phenomenal. There's, it's all thread and embroidery and tackle twill. There is no, uh, there's no ink on it for the most. No, no, none at all. Actually, it's just silk screen. I'm sorry, silk screen. It's tackle squirrel and embroidery, not silk screen. Silk screen isn't graphic design, Jones. So yeah, so you might want to jump on a boathouse. Dennis. I know you're lined up, you're getting one, and you're fired up.
4: Fired up doesn't do it justice. Yeah, you're gonna I'm, look
2: handsome, bro. You're gonna look real good in this.
4: Well, it takes a lot to turn this ugly mug into. The key
2: is to a wear the boathouse over your face, and that's the best thing to do. I was planning on it. No, you're gonna like this thing. Walking in the side. You said that you want a extra large. I don't know if that's gonna work. I know you've been on a diet.
4: I said extra
2: large. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, people love these boat houses. If you didn't get one last time, I don't want to be shill Jones. I'm just telling you, get it while it's hot. It's only going to be available to May 24th, which is just like a week away. So payday's coming. Don't be a tight ass. Don't be a cheap prick. Go out there, buy yourself a boathouse. Get on it. People are buying them, and um, it's personalized, customized, and... It's, uh, you know, if you want to support the show, go get it. If if you can't afford it, then don't bother. Don't worry about it. I still love you. You know what I mean? If you got money, I love you. If you got no money, I love you, too. It doesn't matter. Because as we know, I love everybody in this world. All right. Also, I would like to let you know that I listened to a podcast yesterday when uh, I was uh, driving home. (laughs) Well, why is that a big deal, Taz? Well, I listened to Paul Rabel's new podcast. Well, why is that a big deal? You know, everyone knows your friends at Rabel and... <clears throat> Rabel is the, you know, the Michael Jordan, the LeBron James, the Ezekiel Elliott, of pro lacrosse. We all know this, Taz. Of course you do. We know that Paul Rabel has a new podcast so it's suited up. We know that, Taz. You promoted it. We know that. I know you know that. <clears throat> but he had his first guest on yesterday. And I don't normally listen to podcasts you guys know, especially wrestling ones. I really don't really listen to them. I just don't. Just don't. But this was not about wrestling, and this was not about lacrosse. This was a lacrosse beast mode dude in Paul Rabel, his show, interviewing none other than Bill Belichick. That's right, Bill Belichick, and I listened to the whole thing. Um, and I gotta tell you, I actually enjoyed it. Day, night, cold, hot. I was not aware that Bill Belichick and Paul Rabel are such good friends. So now I'm thinking, oh jeez. And I know Paul listens to this show. I'm like, oh boy. So Paul has heard me ripping and destroying the Patriots on a regular basis and the Belichick. I'm done with the tablets. So then I start to thinking, does Paul not like me now? You know, that's, that's what I worry about. But I talk with Rabel and he's cool. He understands my gimmick as a former Jet fan, current Bills fan. It's not possible to like anything Patriot related.
6: Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them?
2: Anyway, this was an excellent interview. And all kidding aside, now, like, you guys know I'm not a Patriot fan and I'm not a, you know, I, I don't, I'm, I, I'm not a Brady fan. But I respect what Brady's done, and I obviously respect what Coach Belichick has done. I got to put him over only because it's the offseason. and I do know that Belichick is a big lacrosse fan. I believe his daughter coaches lacrosse at Holy Cross University in Massachusetts, I think. The girls team she coaches? The women's team? And I think Bill Belichick himself played lacrosse uh, at Wesleyan University um, up in Connecticut uh, many years ago. And I think one of his sons might have played lacrosse at Rutgers if I'm remembering correctly. I might have mentioned this in the past. But regardless, this interview with Belichick was not about lacrosse. It was about football. And It was about how Bill Belichick manages his team behind the scenes. He also, for you Giant fans, now Dennis, listen up. He had some great friggin' detail on uh, when he coached Lawrence Taylor because Bill Belichick was the Giants. I think he was a D coordinator, defense coordinator many years ago. And uh, the great Lawrence Taylor, you know, um, was coached by Belichick there and he gives some really cool insight to Lawrence Taylor and his mindset and his motor as a player. It was really cool, I got to tell you. I really enjoyed this interview. I urge you guys, it, you know, it's a free podcast. Go on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, whatever. Wherever you get, you listen to my show, you could probably hear his. Paul Rabel, R-A-B-I-L. Uh, it's called Suited Up. And just give it a listen, man. It, it's, it's like a one hour, maybe 45 minutes to an hour. And I know you guys listen to a lot of shows as it is. But if you are a Patriot fan or a football fan, or a Giant fan because he gives a lot of detail. He really does, and and I always was. I was never a Giant fan, but I was always a Lawrence Taylor fan, and um, it was cool to hear him talk about Lawrence Taylor and some stuff he said and what and some secrets that made Lawrence Taylor as great as he is. That had nothing to do with physicality. It's pretty interesting. So you guys should go check that out. It was very cool. Now I got to put over Belichick on a regular basis because I know that my friend is friends
6: Day night, so.
2: cold hot. You ever happen? You have Dennis? You ever have this happening you where you like you know you get. Get caught kind of with your foot in your mouth. You're like, oh, jeez. A foot long in my mouth, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop? Good God. Where is Nick from? The- no! <laughs> no. I don't mean it like that. I mean, because he's going to rip no, it. No, yeah. He get- he'll he get mad at you. He got no, mad at me. I'm not. I'm not impl- there's nothing like that. I got to get to the phones in a second here. Uh, house cleaning. Uh, oh, we have one more thing for house cleaning, I think. Are we done with house cleaning? We're doing this other thing uh, about. Uh, I want that-
4: to do it later because I want to give him. We're going to do a compare. But- okay. Okay. We've, we've got something in the works. All
2: right. All right. Anthony, jump in. Before I talk about Raw, jump in here for a minute. <clears throat> what's going on, boss? I have a funny feeling you're aware of what's about to happen to you shortly in the show. Unfortunately, yes. All right. That's fine. Get
7: back to work oh, wait, 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 every... wait, wait. Hold on.
2: Not so fast. Ant, did you get a chance to watch Raw? I did. And your thoughts? Did you think it was a good show or a bad show? Like thumbs up? What did you think? It was uh, improvement from last week. It wasn't great. Holly in Michigan, you are on the Taz Show. What's going on, Holly? I'm
7: not afraid of this.
2: Pretty good. You're breaking up a little bit, Holly, but I could hear you vaguely. A little bit, I should say. What's going on?
7: Um, Nothing. I just want to talk about Strowman's injury.
2: Yeah, so do I. Uh, what do you want to talk about?
7: Um, How surprising that when they found out that there was Shatter, but he still went out there and did the job for Roman's
2: yeah, attack. Yeah, that's hard to do. Obviously, I never had an elbow injury, but I've had injuries where you had to go out and wrestle, um, and it was smart that they had they, they basically put the heat. They had Roman Reigns get heat on the elbow because they knew that they you know they were going to end up cutting his elbow uh, and, sur- and surgically repairing it. You know what I mean? I thought that was uh, smart too. And then you got to give the guy uh, credit, meaning Strowman, to have the toughness sure. to go out there. You know, because uh, you got a guy roughing up your arm and your elbow. You know that that big bastard had to be in pain. You know. Yeah. Yep. Now, do you think it would be back in four six months or no? Well, here's my theory, and Holly, thank you for calling. Uh, I have a, I have a conspiracy theory, kind of. I have two actually that you're hearing this show. Okay, and uh, the first thing is is about uh, Braun Strowman. You know, listen. So last night on Raw, right, we saw and got a steady diet of video packages on Braun Strowman and um, you know Roman Reigns and their their heat and their story. And we saw all the stuff. It was great TV and great writing where we saw all the content of Roman Reigns getting heat on that elbow. So that leads to, you know, hey, Braun's going to have the surgery. He's going to be out six months. Kurt Angle comes out. He's going to be out six months. Braun Strowman. Michael Cole says they did it on social media. The whole nine yards, right? Earlier in the day, uh, yesterday, I think it was before Raw, they had a photo. And you can still see this photo. It's sitting on WWE.com. They're not hiding nothing. Uh, in the hospital, where Braun Strowman's laying in a bed with a cell phone in his hand, and he's either about to have surgery or just had it or whatever. I think he probably just is about to have surgery. I First off, I don't agree with any of that. Okay? I don't think you should show Braun Strowman in a hospital gown, laying in a bed with a cell phone on his lap, like a regular guy. I don't think they should have done that. They had footage or of still shots of the surgery while it was happening. I mean, that's kind of cool. Um, but I don't think you should see him, Braun Strowman, the Monster of Men, whatever his moniker is. What is it called? The Man of Monster? What, what is it? Monster of Men. And I don't think they should show him in that state, in my opinion, laying in a bed. That's just me. Um, it makes him too human. But I, I think they do that too much with the micro, too. They got to keep him. Uh, I think they're veering too much and making him a regular WWE superstar, which is not a good move, in my view. But here's my thing. Six months, really? Six months. I I, not I, uh, I don't. I, don't get the feeling. I get the feeling it's not going to be six months. I think it's going to be less than six months, and it leads to what's going to happen in Extreme Rules because I don't think that Roman Reigns wins at Extreme Rules. <clears throat> so I think Roman Reigns will get back into business with Braun, and it's always good to, it's more of a surprise when a guy is out, you know, uh, when a guy comes back, I should say, and he act like he's going to be out longer. And, oh, my God, he's back, and Braun is this superhuman human. So who better than do that with Braun? You know what I mean? I mean, I, and, you know, I, we, you and I, uh, Dennis, were talking about this a little bit before we went on the air. You know, I mean, I, I, I really think he's not going to be out long, enough I, I, don't, I think he'll be back. I should say before six months, way before. I do. I just really do.
4: I thought it was odd because I thought instantly. I thought of when Cena had that uh, elbow injury and he had like that giant softball in his in his elbow, and whatever the timetable was for his return. Let's say it was eight months, and he was back at SummerSlam I believe was the pay-per-view. Yeah. And I thought I was curious, do you think they over let's say it's a, it's a normal 4 month injury. Yeah. Wouldn't it benefit the WWE to say like, "Hey, let's, you know, let's say 6" and then if he comes back in in 3 yeah. months, 4 months, it gives, whatever. It
2: gives him a little cushion for sure. You know what I mean? It definitely gives him a little cushion. Uh, but I think it, it it all goes to extreme rules at the five way they announced yesterday. You know, where it's Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, uh, Joe, Samoa Joe, Bray Wyatt, and Seth Rollins. I do not think that Roman Reigns wins this match. I don't think it happens. I think he's going to go right back into an angle with Braun Strowman. <clears throat> that's how I, um, I think it's going to Ro- happen. I think I think that Braun will be out for a little while. I just don't think it'll be six months. I don't. Um, I don't. I, I just, my gut tells me that's a long time for something like that. I never had that kind of injury, um, and I hope I'm right. I hope the guy does come back sooner. But, you know, if I'm wrong, that sucks that the guy's going to be out six months. I'm not <clears throat> taking a shot at WWE or at at um, at Braun about the injury because it's business. It's the entertainment business. So if you're going to say six months and work us as the audience, that's fine. That's good. Work us as long as it's good, and it's a good work. So, But I don't think it's happening. I don't, I just don't think six months is the deal. Um I don't. And like I said, I do not think that Roman Waynes, wins. Roman Waynes, reigns. How am I doing? Wins this match? I just don't at all. I really don't. Uh, hey, Matt in Florida, you are on the Taz show. What's going on? Man? Uh, good,
8: good moment, Taz. Oh. I had off the hooks and a comment about Raw.
2: Okay, do you off the hooks? Quick. This is drop kicks this week. Uh, three match mini supercard Go.
8: Okay. First match is Road Warrior Hawk versus Greg Gagne.
2: Okay, I remember Hawk used to once in a while throw that drop kick, and Greg Gagne, oh, I forgot about him, great drop kicker. Go ahead. The
8: second match is a Teddy Hart versus Jacques
2: Rougeau. Nice, yes, no, well placed. And what's your third?
8: And my main event is Kevin Von Erich versus Z-Man Tom Zink.
2: Oh, I, Tom Zink had a hellacious drop kick, and I've actually been drop kicked by uh, Kevin Von Erich. How about that? So I agree, he had a good drop kick. he kicked your face in, but he had a good drop kick. Okay, what's your other statements here?
8: Uh, my comment, I didn't really care for Raw okay. last night. Yep. I thought there was way too much Kurt Angle. Maybe they were making up for last week.
2: I think they were, but, yep.
8: And uh, But the only thing that redeemed the show was Alexa Bliss hitting Bailey with that kendo stick because I was getting sick of Bailey's promo.
2: Yeah, I, I was too, and that was a stiff shot. The other thing I liked in the show, to be honest with you, that I thought, I don't want to say it saved the show, but it was uh, a nice little surprise, was Goldust turning on uh, on, on Truth. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't see that. I didn't expect that. Maybe I'm a I, jabroni. I thought it was
8: good, but what what happens with that? I mean,
2: well, it's a it's a it's a C angle. You know that these yeah. guys will do their thing, and that's 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 how you keep guys relevant. I mean, you know, they have All Truth as a, a show now. Um, I think Mike uh, Johnson mentioned it last week on the WWE Network, some kind of a game show. So they want to keep him hot and keep him relevant on TV. So that's smart. And Goldust. You know he, he can be heel face work. That guy's a working machine. That guy's got so much experience. He's a great great talent. So he can do whatever you want anytime you want, and he still gets a reaction. He's a star. So um I, I it's okay. I mean not every not every angle is uh you know going to be a um you know a main event angle. You know what I mean, Matt? And thank you for calling. <clears throat> you got to have B angles and C angles and D angles. You know people talk about wow, you know. Many years ago, the Attitude Era and WWE on Raw, like even on WCW with Nitro, so many guys, everybody, you know, meant something. Yeah, because there was A, B, C, D angles on both those shows. It was that's what it was. I mean, it really was. I mean, that, that guys meant more, and girls. I'm saying guys, not to be chauvinistic, but you know what I mean. <clears throat> they did, and and uh, you know, I think, um, you know, I, I think by doing something like that with Goldust turning. I mean, I get caught me by surprise. I wasn't like, "Oh my god, that's amazing! What the hell just happened?" I didn't do that. No, no, I did not. Not at all. No. But I mean, Dennis, did catch you by surprise or not really?
4: Very much so. Yeah, I, I was. So. I it was good. I it did that and um, Alicia Fox winning. Not that that was. I was going to say that storyline. Oh, no, you, you
2: had to upcut me. I said that to you before the show. You are just a hack. That's no, a bro. hack move. <laughs> no, bro. That's that's. Well, we were talking about surprising moments. No, I was absolutely. <laughs> Johnny, that's what that's called. No, 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 no. That's a hack move. That is worse than these other shows hacking any of my content or anything. What you just did, sir, is that's the worst. If you would never ever make it in the world of pro wrestling announcing, because that's a no-no. When you sit there with among someone. among other
4: reasons why, yeah, but
2: yeah, true. But but you can't, you cannot do that. You cannot do that. That's a ha- uh, explain in detail what I'm why I'm mad at you now. Because you. You I, and first off, you cut me off before I was going to give you credit. That's what I do.
4: <laughs> so you would, you literally mentioned it. You were like, "Hey man, what'd you think of
2: Alicia winning?" That was surprising. And I said, "Absolutely." That's how the conversation went, and then the show goes live. You know what surprised me, Taz? I was, uh, you know, I was uh, really taken aback and surprised <laughs> so that you lost.
4: You've cornered the market on surprises, <laughs> like uh, kind of a little
2: bit. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I mean, on this right. show, uh, I've cornered every market, sir. I mean, uh, every single market you can imagine, I've cornered on this show. Yes, uh, I really have. So well. that's what's something we need to realize. You know, so I'm just telling you, it wasn't right. We just did. It wasn't right, and I... Yeah, don't ask, because I, I can't <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I think you owe me an apology. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. I know how Nick from Salem feels here. I think you owe me an apology. I'm just
7: saying.
4: I'll tell you what, To make it up, I'll get you one of the masks I got, Nick. Oh, my God! Please. Come on, now. Don't.
2: <laughs> Will you stop? don't start trouble. Please stop. Okay? <laughs> Just stop don't be a Weisenheimer, okay I, I got a lot of work to do I got people calling the show uh, I want to get into my other another conspiracy theory I have and I'll get into that shortly here but I because I do have a couple and um and I, I thought this was an interesting role because I thought there were a couple things that happened that was that are setting the table for the summer um you know like like the stuff all those packages that I just said were braun I thought was one of them because I think they're gonna to keep going brawn and uh and uh what's his name Um, Roman Reigns when he comes back and Roman and Seth Rollins i don't think i'm the, i don't think i'm the only one who does this i confuse them at times because the whole shield thing big guys long black wet hair black beards they all wear all black come on change somebody get a freaking haircut cut a hair off It's unbelievable but anyway i digress so I think they set the table a little bit for the summertime. I do think Braun is going to come back in a couple of months, not six months. I think they'll gun right after, um, you know, Roman. I also think that Seth Rollins, uh, his future is very bright, and I'll get into that shortly, uh, in my opinion. um, It's kind of uh, right there, if you know what I mean. Hey, yes, here in Queens. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy?
9: Hey, what's up, Taz? How you doing? Good, pal. What's up, Dennis? Um, I had had a a comment about alexa and a question sure, um go ahead. so i liked how they did that uh kendall stick shot yeah because right. it was like one shot and she was out of the ring yep, was yep. It like multiple shots and i like her timing when she did like the cry baby thing her timing on that was impeccable yes was she's crazy.
2: great man she's great and you got to give bally a lot of credit she took some shot right there i mean that was you know yeah
9: that was a great sell
2: yeah, it really was. Um, it really was. It was good stuff. It stuck out. You know, they're trying to make it because of the extreme rules, and it's like, come on, it's not ECW no more. But I get it. I don't know do.
9: why they put it on a pole match. That was bad.
2: That was, I don't, like, I don't uh, like that concept. I was going to get into that later on, and, dude, I completely agree with you. When Kurt Angle said that to Bailey, you know. I don't know
9: why Kurt Angle treated her like a child, too. He kind of smiled at her and, like, yeah,
2: know. like,
9: uh, let's go, like, yeah. get
2: out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't Yeah. That was weird. I, I, uh, yeah, it's uh, – I, I you know, my crew here I have to treat like children, so I understand what Kurt's dealing with. No, <laughs> I, I kid, I kid. No, but you're right. No, I, I understand. Yeah, she's a former, you know, uh, you know, NXT women's champion. She's uh she's former everything. She's had a bunch of champ you know, she's very successful. And I think you're right. And I, I I think it's they gotta give Kurt better direction on it, in my opinion. It's not so much Kurt. Yeah. You know I mean? It's just he's doing his job. But I I, I agree what you're saying with that. Um I think that'll Adam, be Good, okay, I'm sorry, good.
9: Oh no, um, Sorry to cut you off. I had a, right. another question about, um. so Alexa had a great rookie year, so did AJ Styles. Do you think that sometimes WWE doesn't give those people who don't have a good first year kind of like, they kind of pigeonhole them and peg them into like a spot and don't think they can move up?
2: Well, Yashir, yeah, sure. I understand one thing, my friend. The WWE decides who has a good year. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, this is not a shoot, right? So I'm not trying to be condescending. No, being but, I mean, they have the ability,
9: right? Those guys have the ability. Everybody.
2: Use- everybody there has the ability to have a good first year, second year, third year, five year. They all do. They, they all have that ability. They do. I mean, that's why but they're they there. All,
9: they all don't bridge over from NXT right away.
2: Because they're not given the opportunity. Like Apollo Crews, he can't talk as good as, I don't know, Austin Aries. Okay, yeah. but he's just as good as a worker. I mean, he's a Paul who's an amazing worker, and they've they haven't done anything to help advance him and protect him from his lack of having good mic skills. You know, this yeah. guy has tremendous in ring skills. So what I'm saying is. You know, everybody talks about ECW, how great it was. Well, one of the really good things that Heyman did, and this is no secret, is that he accentuated people's strengths and he, and he hid their weaknesses. That's what I just talked earlier this year about uh, my friend Paul Rabel with his podcast where he had Bill Belichick on. Belichick talks about that as a football coach, about you have to know, and, and with people around him. And it's the same thing in wrestling, how you have to uh, uh, focus on your your, your people's strengths and their weaknesses, you kind of have to. If they're not going to hinder anything, don't you know? Don't 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 put a spotlight on their weakness. And I think mm-hmm. that's something like Apollo Cruz that they should do a better job with. You know what I mean? That I I, I'm, I know you weren't talking about Apollo Cruz, but and thank you for calling us here. But I do think that it's tough for me to get into a conversation about. Well, this one had a good year, and this one didn't transition good from NXT. That, I don't go I don't get into that let talk because I, I it, it's a work that's number one and I believe in you get to that level because you're good enough so I'm, I'm not gonna do that I'm like, I just can't do that I just don't I it, I don't agree with that stuff um well you know man she was great in NXT but oh boy it's really she's having a rough go of it now um, we're on Smackdown listen they decide who has rough goes of it okay <laughs> unless you're an ass backstage and you you have a political issue backstage then you're an idiot you know and, and then not an idiot I shouldn't say let me back let me back up on that wanna, I, that wasn't right I shouldn't say an idiot if you have issues backstage then that's something that you know could be against you and that's something you got to pay attention to I shouldn't say idiot so because it's politics a lot of times too so there's things that happen you know it's not just what, what folks see on TV here. You know, there's so much stuff that happens behind the scenes that's so detrimental on your push or no push that happens. And you guys will never know about that stuff. You'll hear drips and drabs, but you'll never know the full details. Neither will I. I mean, I hear a little bit here and there from people I know, but, you know, a lot of that stuff that happens behind the scenes is very, 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 very important. And I got to go to break here. Okay, so no one's paying attention to the break except me because I'm on top of it. I run the game and I do everything here. Everything. I'm running the game. On the side of the break here in this Tuesday edition, uh, I will get into Seth Rollins. What is Seth Rollins' future? Is it bright? Is it dull? I say it's bright. I'm going to explain why. And what happened on Raw last night that most people didn't notice, but I did. Tash Show right back.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more.
1: Play it at play.it.
2: All right. Tuesday edition, Taz Show back here talking raw. I'm going to tell you why in a second or two here. Why uh, Why Seth Rollins' future is bright, in my opinion. But uh, in the meantime, I want to look at the gimmick chat here at tazshow.com. You can interact with each other, log in with your social media accounts, I'm reading this deal here by a gentleman named Chris Hall. Taz, you forgot to say why the booth by the ring is sometimes a bad thing. Yesterday, thank you, Chris. You are correct. I realized after the show that I did not button up that topic, and I also realized that I have a lackluster. I, if you watch the video, I'm not saying anything. Else. You see the guy with the red hair, nodding said yes. I have a lackluster producer, and uh, who does a good job—not great. And the sad thing is, Dennis, as I told you before, we went live. What did I tell you before we went live? You could be what, but what? What did I say? You could be great, but you're just good. Well, that's—it's because sure, you settle for good because you're—that's you know—you don't want to be like that. You want to strive to be great. Set the bar. No, low no, no. and walk that's over a, it. Listen to me, sir. That's a defeatist attitude. That You go into a football game you're like, I want to get one tackle today. Nobody says that. I want to get multiple tackles. I want to get six tackles. I want to get a fumble recovery. I want to get an interception. That's that's what you go into the game with. You that's, don't go, I, don't know, I hope I get a tackle. You know, nobody does that.
4: That's the speech I needed. <laughs> I'm fired up right now. I'm ready to run through a wall. Like, Let's go. <laughs> Win one
2: for the dead hand. I'm like Nick's... That wasn't funny. <laughs> it was actually very funny. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, so Chris Hall saying, um, Taz, you forgot to say why the booth. Yeah, I'll do it later, Chris. All right, anyway, so no, no I'm kidding. Yeah, no, uh, before I get into talking raw and getting on the phones here, um, oh, by the way, and before I answer Chris's question, I think we have some news on his social media, I believe.
5: Taz is trending. Oh, trending. Trending, trending.
2: It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, thank you guys. You know what I mean? Thank you for everything, seriously. Thank you, thank you. I mean, it's every day. It's like, what am I doing? It's starting to get really cocky Jones now. You notice this? Like, yeah, uh, it's like, ah. Uh, it's part for the cost, trending every day.
4: See, that's the thing. When you trend every day, eventually, it's gonna, the novelty of trending's gonna wear off, and, and I don't want that to happen to you. I wanna trend every day, but I just, uh, I, don't, I don't want you to rest on your laurels. I want you to be great. Right. Does it work the other way around? No, I was going to say. But you'll
2: so. settle for fair to Midland, but I got a straw for greatness. What, well, uh, you're a multi time world champion. Doesn't I'm, just matter. A, I'm just a ginger who uh, likes a lot of meat. Yeah. yeah well, anyway. Uh, so, anyway, about this announced desk, real quick. So, I, I believe I talked about it yesterday a little bit, and I was saying that how, you know, when, because someone called, or, or it was on Twitter, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember, but they were asking, uh, what's the difference, or what do you prefer? being ringside as an announcer or being with the desk away from the ring i've done all of this as a commentator i've been ringside um for many matches and big shows i've been away like on the stage i've been kind of 10 feet from the ring in tna i've done a lot of stuff in studio as i'm calling a match like a live i have some stuff down the road here at Times square you know in wwf new york when we had it the Back then, uh, where Michael Cole and I were calling live matches in a party zone while we were watching this giant Tron with a match going on on Sunday Night Heat. So I've done all of that, and, and i got to tell you, uh, the best way is to, to be ringside, you know, because you really feel like you're in the pit, and you really feel it. You can hear the bumping. You can hear the guys breathing, and, and the sweating, and the aggressiveness, and all this. Oh, my God. I'm starting with trouble here. I'm thinking one of our callers. So... Dennis, stop. Uh, so, I'm focused. So, But the thing is, okay side, the, the problem with being ringside, to answer Chris's question when I didn't follow up yesterday, is that a lot of times it gets a little distracting because you never know when the wrestlers, the talent, is going to come by the desk. And I've talked about this in the past here on the show, on my show, where a lot of times Vince Uh, you know, he would do, you know, Vince definitely was one of the culprits of it, but in a good way, obviously I know Vince McMahon, not a bad way. Vince would have the wrestlers come by the desk or fight by the desk and not tell the announcers (laughs) because he wants to get an organic reaction to that look on your face. Like, Oh God, you know, and especially the play-by-play guys that maybe never wrestled and they kind of get that your pants look, you know? So he likes that look because it brings a realness to the show. and, And I agree with Vince on that. But not just that, even if if the talent is going to use your desk to take a bump on, you know, it's, um, or destroy your desk. It's a hassle. No one thinks of that because you got all this paperwork. It's not a script. You have notes. You have all your notes, all your reads, all your sponsors, all this stuff you have to do. Now they're going to destroy the desk. Okay, now where do you put your stuff on your lap? It sucks. No one thinks of that stuff, but it's a shoot. Now, that's why, at times, I preferred being away, like up on a stage or away from it. For the most part, they wouldn't do any physicality over there. So, it's interesting, right, Dennis? I mean, it's, you've probably never heard that kind of thing before, I'm sure. No,
4: I thought for sure you would say announce table near the ring, but in the same aspect, you're, think, you're not thinking from a fan's perspective. You're thinking from an announcer. Of course you don't want your papers everywhere. Oh, so it would pain in the balls. It makes perfect sense to, to be all the way up on the ramp. Dude,
2: it is hot in this room. Oh, God, I can't work like this. What are you gonna do if I'm, I just pass out during the show? No, really, stop. What?
4: <laughs> do what, you are want, you, what?
2: I'll pull the flag and I'll. I'll you're blowing your. You're blowing your breath over here like it's supposed to be AC, and it's it just it smells like like s- sausage, like sec, sausage and egg and cheese. It smells like rolls, and pancakes. That's not helping. No. And yeah, so um, anyway, back to what I was saying, Seth Rollins, um, he's going to have a good year. And I predict right now here, and I've you know, i been kind of flopping on my predictions a little bit because it's tough to figure them out. Um, I don't read the dirt sheets. I kind of just go on the way things probably look like they're leading. So what I'll say, I'll, I'll put myself out there in this one again. Seth Rollins, I believe, wins Extreme Rules. How about that? Early prediction, Jones. And this is why. There was something that was said in his promo yesterday that I don't think many people noticed. Okay? Uh, Basically, Seth, before he wrestled Bray, right? Dennis, we talked about this, so be honest here. You didn't realize this until I kind of pointed it out, correct? No clue at all. So we went back and we triple-checked and listened to Seth Rollins' promo. Who Charlie Caruso interviewed him, right? Correct. Who I'm a big fan of Charlie. She does a great job. So Charlie interviews him. And Seth goes into all these trials and tribulations that he's had for the past year. He goes into his knee issue. He goes into uh, dealing with Stephanie McMahon, all this stuff. But he never mentioned one kind of important topic or subject or person, and that's none other than a Triple H. Yeah, Never was mentioned. And, and never was mentioned. And that, to me, was glaring. So what are you getting at, Taz? Well, I'll tell you what I'm getting at. You don't go into a match as big, hyped, pushed at WrestleMania with Triple H and Seth Rollins. And I believe Seth Rollins won that match against Triple H, correct? That is correct. That is correct. That victory is huge. They're not just going to (laughs) waste that victory in some five-way match where Seth Rollins doesn't come out the victor to go after that universal title. I think that Seth Rollins becomes the universal champion. Uh, Some way, some place, somehow, he faces Brock and beats him. I don't know. I'm just saying that. I'm putting it out there. Boom, full throttle. Because... Because of the victory over Triple H. He never mentioned that. That's a That was a big hump for him to get over, Was if you're going in character, was Triple H. And it was never even brought up. in the problem, well, maybe he forgot. No, you're not forgetting that. <laughs> you're not forgetting that if you work there. You're not forgetting Triple H's name. That was a massive story and a massive victory for the character Seth Rollins. I just felt like that was conveniently left out. I thought that was odd. And to me, a red light went off I said, okay, I think this guy's going to win this match, uh, Extreme Rules, and I, and I think he's going to go and face Brock and beat Brock. I couldn't help but notice, Dennis, you made a face after <laughs> I said that. You don't believe me. Oh, you See, don't agree don't, with
4: me, I should say. You don't agree I with don't me. I don't think he beats Brock be- because out of, out of the five of them, I think Seth Rollins would be the least likely,
2: if he lost, it wouldn't really do much detriment to him. <sighs> so wait a minute. You're going to sit here and tell me. Now, the winner of this 5 at extreme rules, right? The, the winner faces Brock Lesnar for Correct. the universal title. Okay. So you're telling me you think the WWE is going to keep the universal title on Lesnar after we haven't seen him since WrestleMania, the end of WrestleMania. They, they, you think that – then you're saying they didn't feel pigeonholed, that they put the, the belt on Brock knowing that he couldn't defend it? Is that what you're saying? No, no. I Because I don't think they thought that. I think – let me interrupt you. I think that because, again, go back to that promo with Paul Heyman cut right after Mania on that Monday, and he called out Roman Reigns. So they were going to go to program right away with Brock and Roman. Mm-hmm. And then they shifted gears to put Roman with, with, um, with Braun. But again, continue what you were saying.
4: I think they look at Braun's a special attraction. He's this huge draw. They put the belt on him, and I think in their eyes, they're thinking that makes the belt that much bigger. I don't think Bron about uh, Braun. I don't think Brock's going to lose at Great Balls of Fire. I think when Bron uh, why is he saying Bron I'm, I'm, when Brock not, loses, it'll I, be at SummerSlam.
2: I I don't necessarily disagree with the with the Great Balls of Fire comment you just made. I don't des- necessarily disagree with that. Maybe just maybe Brock doesn't defend the title. Uh, no, you would have to, right? Because let's see, they didn't do extreme rules.
4: They already said they already said that, they
2: already said that he said, no his next thing was July. That's right. Uh great boss that so I dig- so I digress. Let's take that back. Let's back up. <coughs> we'll edit that all out. You will not hear any of that on the audio on demand. This is why you listen live. Because any of the F ups you hear right here. I don't know, dude. I'm really thinking that you're gonna see uh you're gonna see uh Brock and uh Seth. I, I think Seth Rollins Wins this thing, you, so you don't think Seth wins?
4: Oh no, I, I completely agree with you there. I think Seth absolutely wins, but I also think that Seth would be the least affected by a loss to Brock. I don't. Th- I think they're looking at it as all right. We've got these five guys. I think their plan was to to continue. Let's say Braun was healthy, it would be Samoa Joe and Seth Rollins, Finn and Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns and. Braun Strowman and with Braun's injury they were like all right they had to adjust on the fly so we'll make it a five way right and they're adjusting it accordingly Roman can, Roman shouldn't lose because he he beat the undertaker he's in this blood feud with with uh Braun with Braun uh Bray I mean actually Bray Wyatt can always lose cuz he always uh oh, that's just me being a fan yeah. um Samoa Joe is a heel and and a badass one at that it doesn't make sense for him to fight uh, Brock right now right right. so that really only leaves Finn and, and Seth Rollins and listen 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 you're
2: almost done here you're, you're just going on and on
4: I just went through the, I was going through the five I know you're
2: right. going through the five I, there's no Seth Rollins wins I'm with Seth you Seth Rollins gonna win yes and, but he's going to face Brock now maybe to your point to your point maybe they don't they don't swap the title that like great balls of fire Okay, and maybe maybe they don't, and then they do some kind of F-job finish, and then it happens at SummerSlam. Or maybe I'm right. Maybe they do go that route. Maybe they do switch the title of Great Balls of Fire to make Great Balls of Fire. So at SummerSlam, you know, uh, you have Seth Rollins defending his you, you know universal title against somebody else and making a big match. That could happen.
4: Shock and awe, like you talk about.
2: Shock and awe. Why not? You're trying to make it. You gave it this, uh, this name, Great Balls of Fire, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, Garrick <laughs> in Chicago. You were on the Taz Show. What's up? Good moment, man. What's
5: up? How you guys doing this morning? How are you, sir? I'm good, man. I wanted to um put you guys over real quick and then I, well, I just wanted to put you over. And then um I had a quick question. Okay, sure. Oh well first I wanna thank you guys for, you know, putting on a good show all the time.
2: Thank you. Appreciate that, my friend. Yeah. yeah.
5: You guys get a lot of people through their shift, you know, like you guys uh drop the video on demand around nine or ten or whatever. It it it, it gets it gets me through the day, man. So I really appreciate well, it. Well, that's like, nice to
2: hear, Garrick. I appreciate that, buddy.
5: You go on vacation. I'm like, I just want to beat
2: my steering wheel. <sighs> well, that could be the summer's upon us, sir, and there might be I a know. few. Sh- <laughs> you know, I'm just telling you. <laughs> I
5: already know, man. It's
2: <laughs> all right. Though. It's all right. We <laughs> might be, but there might be some best of shows when I'm on vacation. That actually pretty cool. I think that the team is putting together some compilations. It should be pretty wild. So it should be good. That's
9: good. Um, so I up? wanted to ask
5: about the WWE uh, TV ratings, like the raw ratings. I'm yeah. not really familiar, you know, like how how it works or whatever. But yeah. if it's like a two point, like four or five, do vents and them, you know, do they actually pay attention to the ratings, or is it, you know, because they don't really have any competition out here? Do is it just like?
2: Yeah, they, uh, they, do, they do pay attention to the ratings. They, they don't, um, I mean, I remember when the ratings, uh, when there was competition, Vince would look at that, and, and thank you for calling, Garrick. He would look at it, and, you know, if it was low, you knew. And it, we'd be at, like, SmackDown, because you'd find out on SmackDown, and you'd find out it would be public around, I don't know, let's say 4 p.m., and that's, like, right in the middle of getting ready for the show. And Vince's mood would change so <laughs> uh that's how it was then uh, from what i understand now it's a little bit different i think the wwe from what i understand still pays attention to the ratings but they're not living and dying by it you know uh, i remember when the caller called yesterday uh the person that, i can't remember the gentleman's name but he was friends with um with uh rip uh rip rogers i believe I remember the guy's said, Bill? I can't recall his name. But he, he had called, and and he, and he him and I had a, a friendly dispute a little bit. And I said, well, he was saying how WWE's houses are down and their ratings. He said the 2.0 and all this. I said, I don't know. It looks to me like their business is pretty good. I just watched two shows from the U.K. at the O2 Arena that were friggin' packed. He's like, well, they don't go over there much. Yeah, okay, well, I'll tell you this. I I uh, Ratings, U.K. houses compared to United States houses – whatever you want to do i can assure you it's and it's public the wwe is not in the red they are making a profit and they're a publicly traded company and that's at the end of the day all that matters tv ratings are important but at the end of the day the profit is what matters the profit on their merch the profit you know on the tv deals the profit from the wwe network that the, 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 all of that brings in millions of dollars they are not in the red. They are not in the red. And I don't remember the last time they were in the red. Now, Mike's going to come on Johnson in a little while. He might have better information on that because he delves into that heavily. Uh, Dennis, look like you were going to say something. I don't know if you were researching something. or what, Were you of you something important or not really? Look like you were going to do something.
4: I was hydrating, and I don't think it was. not Oh, his name is Ben, uh, Ben, the guy from.
2: Okay, got it. Thank yesterday. you. Appreciate that. Day, late, dollar, short. Yeah. Dennis Jones, day, late, dollar, short. Hey, uh, Joe in Pennsylvania, you're on the tag show. What's up?
7: Hey Taz, I have my off the hooks, and then I have an idea for some off the hooks as well.
2: Okay, let's do this rapido oh, schnell. Go, go.
7: All right, my first match is O'Connor versus AJ Styles, which has already cut, been said a million times.
2: That's okay. That's no, it's your deal. Go for it.
7: Uh, and then in the second match, I had uh, two Keller commentators. I have Booker T's missile drop kick. Uh, versus a guy with a drop pick that doesn't really look like a lot of other guys Jerry Waller
2: oh yeah okay got it
7: <laughs> and then uh, in the main event I have I agreed with the lumberjack heavily. I, I thought Bob Holly versus mr. perfect probably the two best yeah. ever
2: I, I Bob Holly definitely and perf both those guys that was a good one by the lumberjack he does every once in a while uh, you know what I mean Joe a scroll gets a nut and what's your uh what's your idea
7: Uh for the off hooks, I had some uh, barrel scrapers when you're really running out.
2: Oh well, we're doing a uh, um, time of day off hooks soon, as you know, and then uh, we'll also do uh, best days of the week that you like. That so that's right. really scraping deep. But well, give me some more scrapers.
7: Um, I have uh, the lumberjack like this types of meat off the hook.
2: That's not bad. That's I don't consider that scraping. That's actually a good one. Okay,
7: yeah. <laughs> I definitely agree.
2: <laughs> what else you got?
7: uh breeds of dog off the
2: hook see now we're scraping a little bit okay we're getting there what else you got yeah
7: lowest cash show regular collars
2: off the hook that's not bad you know it's a really good slunker scraper for off the hooks like what's that favorite color cars off the hook you know what i mean that's a great one that's a real scraper jones right there thank you for calling joe good deal we gotta remember that because the scraping's coming Oh yeah. So it's coming. Oh yeah. You know that, right? You do know that. We're gonna I can't there's gonna be some good ones over the summer. I'm oh, excited. Yeah. Oh, it's scraping. Hey Mike in Albany, you are on the TAS show. What's up, buddy? Good moment to everybody. How y'all doing? Good buddy, talk to me.
5: All right, got a couple questions for you.
7: First I wanna put you guys over. You guys do a fantastic job. I'm sure everybody said it a thousand and one times. But I'm saying it again. You guys do a great job. <laughs> Thank including you. Your buddy Anthony in back there. He does fantastic. Things.
2: Who's that, Anthony? You said? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I agree. With you, Scott! All right. So what else is up, bro? Uh,
6: I got a question about the IC title real quick. Do you think I mean I'm sure you probably mentioned this once upon a time, but do you think the IC title has lost
7: relevance in the WWE?
2: Uh you know, I, I have been asked that before. I, you know, I don't know, man. Um, I don't I don't think so. I mean, it's dipped down a little bit. I mean, back if you're going back years ago, Mike, are you going back like You know, like when I was in WWE wrestling, I mean, I see title was important. That was a very important thing. So if you're going back to then, yeah, maybe it's dipped a little bit.
10: Yeah. Well, I was going back as far as, uh, you know, guys like Savage and Rude and so on and so
2: forth. Different time then, though. You know what I mean, Mike? And, and yeah, it's definitely dipped down since then. Thank you for calling, Mike. It's definitely dipped down since then, but it was a different time then. I mean, there was less TV programming. All they did was focus on the championships, which a lot of people still want to see. But that was the main focus back then was those championships. No, but they, they were doing a one-hour show, and it wasn't nowhere near as big as it is now. It's tough to compare it to that. There's a lot more content now. There's a lot more talent now. The talent's making a lot more money now. There's a, just a lot more involved. So it's it's unfair to compare it to then, Mike, but um, I do think it's dipped a little bit for sure. Um, uh, everything is. I mean, it's just there's a lot. There, there's there's a, a, Sometimes you find yourself watching Raw. I, I know Dennis and I talked about this before we were on the air, Sometimes you feel like, oh, man, it's, just, it's not a knock on Raw. It's going to sound like it, but it really isn't. You feel like, God, oh, this is like a chore watching the show. And the thing is, it's because it's, it's, and I've said this ad nauseam uh, many times, there's no off season. It's always there. There's so much programming. It's a lot. You know, it's a lot, a lot. Now, for diehard, hardcore wrestling fans, they'll take more wrestling. They want more. You know, but for, for the average person, even the average wrestling fan, even a guy who's a hardcore fan sometimes gets to the point where it's like, Ugh, let me up. It's too much. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's a lot of content, you know, so so it, it, there's a lot to pull in. So even if it's a good show, it's like you want to throw a flag on the show because it's like you're just, you know you're tired of seeing almost the same thing over and over again that's why i think like alicia fox and sasha yesterday we talked about it lightly you know these two girls had a great match and i think they shocked everyone with this big upset when alicia fox winning the match i was shocked and i liked it i was like wow i like this this is nice and i'm a fan of sasha it's nothing against sasha but it was nice to see that upset and those two girls had a very physical type match they beat the piss out of each other you know what i mean it's possible the girls to beat the piss out of each other, right? I think it is, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, yeah. Girls hey, piss. It's urinate. Oh, thank you, Dennis. appreciate it. I can see Eric making a, t- that's going to go, that, it should be girl, you should say urinate. That shouldn't, I don't think the piss word is good. You shouldn't say girls piss. That's kind of. Well, evil
4: you said they, you they s- knock the, it just doesn't sound right if you were like, oh, those two girls knocked the urinate, <laughs> urinate out of each other. Yeah,
2: they knocked the urinal out of each other. Well, girls don't use urinals though, right? Oh.
4: Not no. the classy ones. No. <laughs> I've, I've been in, I've been in my fair share of bars and been like, "What is going
2: on?" Oh, watch that! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Well, I don't know what kind of bars you're going to, but I digress. <laughs> anyway, on that note, uh, I am going to go to a break. On the other side of break, we will have uh, the one and only, the world famous, not nationwide. He's worldwide. He's like me, Mister Worldwide. The Mike Johnson. yeah, He will be on the show here via the Skype. And I will get to the calls after we speak to my friend Mike. And uh, so a lot of you guys on hold, if you want to hold, you can. Uh, It's jammed up. It's jammed up. But you can uh, hang on And after we speak with Mike. And Mike gives us his PW Insider Report. We will get back to the phones. This is The Busy Taz Show. Be right back.
0: Play it, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: All right, we are back here, top of the hour, one hour down, one hour to go uh, this Tuesday edition. Taz Show, we've been talking a lot about Raw, we've been taking a lot of calls. We are now on Facebook Live. Besides the gimmick chat, we are on Facebook Live. Usually we do the last quarter of the show, fourth quarter city. Now we're doing third quarter city and fourth quarter. This whole second hour will be on Facebook Live. It's a big moment actually for Mike Johnson if you think about it. I don't think he's ever been on on Facebook Live. It's a big moment for him. For the man that deemed, that coined the phrase, I should say. Good moment. That's what Michael Bone wants to I'm saying. Apparently Mike, speaking of Mike Johnson, will be on here in a second. He tweeted out, he has a scoop. Oh, buddy. Let's see if he's going to the bed or if he's shooting. Um, but we shall see. The pressure's on Mike Johnson. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. He's a pressure guy. He can handle it. Uh, what else? Uh, before I get to Mike, uh, Facebook Live is simple. We're on there. We're on the gimmick chat. Phones are flaring like a pack of hemorrhoids. Very busy show. Taz show here. But without any further ado, let's get right into this. Just, I got to feel Mike's going to go for a while. He gets a little wordy sometimes. PW Insider Report in a three, in a two, in a one.
6: And now, The PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to
2: know in the world of
0: pro wrestling.
2: 10 minutes, please. Will you stop? What's going on, Mike? How you doing?
0: I'm doing good. I'll give you two minutes if you want it. Whatever you want to give me, I'll
2: take. Uh, I'm I'm Very greedy that way. See that, Dennis? Dennis, see what's going on? Come back, Jones. I don't
0: want to be. I don't want to be just good. I want to be great.
2: Oh, uh, someone listen to the I want to rest of my
0: laurels. Like some producers who want to text me just as I'm going on the air.
2: Well, that's business. That's how we do business here. Everything's last minute, Jones. Uh, hold God. on, Mike. I'm trying to fix my audio. I, I I can hear you yelling about something. It's not your fault. Give me a second. Hold on. I'm spraying my gimmick. Yeah, hang on a minute. <laughs> All right, yeah, I think it's good now. This just stopped working, so I don't know. Uh, I can hear you, Mike. What's going on, pal?
0: How are you? You good?
2: Not really. Uh, I can hear you. I'm just—it's not—it's. I got a headset issue. Now I'm good. I think. Remind me to fire someone after the show. Uh, So yeah, I'm good now. Hello, Mike Johnson. Welcome to the Taz. Hello,
0: Taz. How are you?
2: Yeah, good moment. So talk to me. What do you got? But you got a scoop. What's going on? I got
0: a scoop about you that even you don't know. Oh boy,
2: (laughs) this is not good. All right. No, no, it's it
0: it might be good or it might not be good depending on how you feel about this news. Hold on,
2: let me get this straight. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait a second. So wait a minute. You got a scoop about me, and I don't even know about the scoop. Correct. How credible is this scoop if I'm in the scoop and I'm not even like in, but I'm in. Like I don't even know what this is. 100%
0: credible.
2: 100% credible. Taz is in the scoop. You have the scoop. Mike Johnson has the scoop. I'm in the scoop. I don't even know I'm part of the scoop, but apparently I am part of the scoop. Correct. Oh, I'm kind of interested. Uh, what is it?
0: I don't want to tell you now.
2: <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Well,
2: sorry. Everyone. All right. You know what's the what's the scoop? So, Come y-
0: so, you may or may not have heard WWE's been working on all their DVDs. You know, they they line these things up eight nine months in advance. Yes, sir. They're putting together uh, a DVD. They actually just filmed the on cameras for this with Sean Mooney and Charlie Caruso about unreleased matches from 1985 to 1995. Wow. All right. There's going to be a segment on this DVD about tryout matches that Talents had at TV tapings. Um, and I confirmed some of the matches that are going to be on there. The Bruce Brothers, uh, their tryout match when they first, prior to them coming into WWEs, the Blue Brothers for a bit in the mid-1990s will be on there. The Smoking Guns. Uh, Tryout will be on there uh, prior to them coming to the company in 1993, and a gentleman by the name of Skip Taylor (laughs) will be wrestling this very unknown performer (laughs) from the dojos of Tasmania, the Tasmaniac. From that's, Portland, Maine.
2: Well, I wasn't from Portland, Maine. The matches were from Portland, Maine. The I, match
0: was from Portland, Maine. Right, you were right. from the Dojos
2: of Tasmania. Amen. Now, so Which let's, I did just say that you <laughs> please don't get hot. So now let's back up a little bit. So people, maybe some of the younger fans of the Tash show aren't familiar. Like for example, the of Guns. Are. that's Bart Gun, and that was uh, Billy Gunn. Uh, Billy Gun. Right, thank you, Andrew Blank, and uh, the Bruise Brothers. Well, they'll just folks are just known them as the Bruise Brothers. I forgot they were the Blue Brothers. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, they had uh, Uncle Zebakaya. That's uh, where the Zeb that. name came yeah, from. Production Mantel. Right.
2: So Skip Taylor is Scott Taylor, who many people will know as Scotty Too Hotty. Scotty Too Hoty. That's right. Of too cool. Uh, was great... there a
0: worm in that match?
2: I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it was a worm. No, but I, I wrestled Scott. Geez, man, back early in my career and Scott's career. You know, Scott threw God, man. Him and I wrestled each other so many times. This is like way back before ECW, before he or I were in WWE. Like he was in WWE before me, but way before all of that. Like you know, a, Scott, uh, a great, great talent, the underrated guy, and also a great person. You're not gonna find one guy to say anything bad about Scott Taylor. Not one guy. Me nah, might get a couple. Of, like, you might get ah, a couple. You oh. might get a couple guys say something bad about me, but uh, not about Scott. <laughs> I'm just telling you.
0: I always, you know, I remember, like, the early Monday Night Raws. He was wrestling, I think, Tatanka, one of these Raws. Yeah. And I just remember he, like, and this is 1993, so a lot of the crazy bumps that we that we take for granted now yeah. were not seen as much. And I remember him taking a hip toss over the top, clearing the apron, taking it right to the floor and going, this guy's out of his mind. But, wow, that looked great.
2: It was great. He was so, so easy to work with. Scott was great. I mean, guys would line up to wrestle him because he was just a pro. He was tough as hell. He was really his offense was great. His selling, he had it all. He had it all. I mean, and he just he was so fun to work with. Now, the interesting thing, though, so they're going to air. And I saw some tweets a little bit about this. I don't know if it was legit or not. So basically, so they're airing my dark match as the Tasmaniac. That's the bottom line. Yeah, it's,
0: yeah. What, what, what the dark match because obviously they tape. You know, as you know, they tape everything. Yeah. Um, but the the whole point of this DVD is different dark matches that took place at house shows or TV tapings that have never been seen. Very rare matches. Uh, I was told I haven't gotten a full list yet, but I was told there's going to be some some rare Randy Savage matches and things like that. But there's going to be a whole segment on there about wrestlers having their initial tryouts with the company and the Tasmaniac versus Skip Taylor match was absolutely on the final list for inclusion. <laughs> I got to tell you, it.
2: I think this might be a pretty good match. I do not remember the match, Mike, but I, I know Scott and I wrestled you know, a bunch of times. Uh, and uh, we, we kind of had a pretty good, uh, we had a few different match styles we did together, and um, I think we might have tore it down a little bit there. Um, I think so, or it might have completely sucked. Um, so this could be a way for WWE to put it out there that, look, this Taz guy really isn't that good. Here, look how he used to wrestle. you know so Barefoot, oh, well, barefoot well, with guess, face paint. I guess we'll see soon enough. <laughs> barefoot with face paint, and Finn Balor needs to beware. Because when Finn wrestles as the demon, he's got the gimmick mouth, right? The Tasmaniac mm-hmm. ah, many years ago had the gimmick paint teeth. Aha!
0: That is true. You did.
2: Yeah, a lot of the young kids are gonna see this like, whoa, wait, he looks like Finn Balor. Oh wait, I digress. Finn Balor and, was, and he, you like, know,
0: and that was a completely different character than the one that pe- most people remember you as too. Yeah, I'm totally. you, you know, you you were pretty much playing like the uh, the jungle savage for the most part. It was a very different personality for
2: you the gimmick was a mixture and you know when i went to ecw initially i was the tasmaniac you know a lot of people might not know that in 93 i know you know that but and the gimmick was a mixture of uh the inspiration for that gimmick was a combination i've said this before of the missing link the Watson samoans and the steiner brothers that's a very weird mix as you know uh but that's what the inspiration those three realms are what made the tasmaniac and that's the truth so,
0: and even and even back then you were throwing crazy suplexes.
2: Yes, sir. That, that, was big, yeah. that, was
0: big, that was the big corner. That was the first thing I remember when I saw you on IWCCW TV was the suplexes. That <laughs> like immediately like that's what clicked for me.
2: That was the key because it was a crazy gimmick, and back then, as you know, guys had crazy gimmicks, and I wanted to keep credibility. I wanted people to say, "Wow, this guy's wild, zany. What the hell's with this guy? He's a crazy gimmick." But I wanted him to say when the bell rings, oh, this some bitch can he can wrestle. So I wanted that, to re- have that respect, you know. That was my key to have that credibility, uh, along with being a gimmick, you know. So, but I'm glad that the gimmick lasted as long as it did. Then it died out, and then you know uh, the human suplex machine came to fruition, which has worked out better, you know.
0: I think it all I think it all worked out for you. In the I end. think so. But
2: thank <laughs> you for telling me this and locking this in. Uh, and it sounds like a. I mean, so many cool matches that fans are going to like. I think that's a great idea that WWE is doing this. I really do. I yeah, like it.
0: I, I was told the idea that if this one sells well, they'll do another one from like 95 to 05 and then 05 to 15. Like, But they're really digging into the archives to find like lots of cool, unique matches, I was told. And they pretty much locked everything in. And I, I guess in the, over the next couple of months, we'll hear more. It's not coming out to September. Um, And then I've also heard they're going to be doing uh, a DVD devoted to 1997 uh, with the idea of as, as either like Dawn of Attitude or Birth of Attitude, something about that, about that being the year that the company turned everything around and the Attitude Era was born. Okay, and well, is first, they, are
2: they going to do something with ECW being that, like, what w- we were doing, you know, kind of inspired I would them? So. I
0: hope so. I mean, if they're going to be historically accurate, they kind of have to talk about that. And 97 was when ECW showed up at the Manhattan Center.
2: Oh, I forgot that was 97. You're right. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. 97.
0: That was, that was when you, uh, you you wrestled Mikey Whipwreck in the Manhattan Center.
2: Yeah, yeah. Vince, Heyman, and Lawler were doing the color commentary. I remember that. And then they, cut, they did a mm-hmm. box and box to the Nation of Domination, Ron Simmons, who I love. Cutting a promo during my match. Not about me, about whatever the nation domination was feuding. And I went crazy on Heyman. I said, why are you allowing them to do this? Why are they cutting through our matches and doing this? And Paul's like, Taz, I had no idea. I'm like, you ain't on it. I accused Paul. He's like, no, that's bullshit." And I got into a big fight, and I got mad at Paul. But I was wrong. He was right. So You were going to
0: headline his pay-per-view when he was burying you? That's what yeah.
2: you thought? I was, I was so, like... <laughs> paranoid at that time. As you know, I was nuts. I was out of my mind. Fox Mulder I was crazy. I mean, and I was not on any drugs. That's the scary part. I was actually clean and sober, and I was not into drugs. You would think that I was on, like, hallucinogenics or something like that. I mean, I was... Giving you a
0: new nickname. What? X-Files. Your your new (laughs) nickname is X-File Jones.
2: Well, no, I've matured a little. Give me a little credit. I don't think I'm like that anymore. (laughs) I'm not that bad. I used to be really bad. But I have changed. So enough about me. Uh, Who else is talking about me? Uh, No, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) What else you got, bro? Uh,
0: well, they're also going to be doing another a second NXT DVD. Last year, they did a Best of NXT. Towards the end of the year, they're doing one about the growth of the company from kind of being this little secret corner to a, a full fledged brand. Well, that's cool. So I'm assuming there's some sort of documentary involved there, but don't, I'm not saying that factually. I'm just, that's just my gut. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, but I'm, all, as, I'm always interested in seeing what sort of original content they're creating for the DVD market now, since so much of a focus in that regard, goes to what's on the WWE network.
2: So. Hmm. There was something I wanted to ask you. We mentioned earlier in the show, Dennis, I don't know if you'll remember, if anybody on his team remembers. Well, he was a
0: good producer, he would remember. Oh,
2: uh, dude, he writes stuff down all the time, and I think he writes down his food list for the grocery this store. This
0: is order for Chef Mike.
2: <laughs> Mike, you got any request? <laughs> He's like, I got to get apples. Okay, I need a large bucket of butter and lard. Um, peanut butter, low fat, because uh, I don't want to be ripped on the show. Dennis, did you write down what I wanted to ask Mike? <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> oh my
2: god, he was too busy yawning. Unbelievable. <laughs> no, I don't yawn. No, there was something I wanted to ask you, Mike. Something
4: about Roman Reigns. What? How vague is that?
2: a so, good match last night. I thought it was a good match. Ratings. Ratings. What was it about the ratings? That I don't know. It wasn't <laughs> about ra- Oh, uh no no no. Uh a, a caller called earlier and um was asking me if you know if the WWE pays attention to ratings. And I said, "Yeah, they do." And oh, actually it wasn't about ratings, Mike. It was about being in the red. And I and I cuz I had a caller call yesterday this guy Ben, and I you know, we kind of got into a friendly spat. About I said WWE's business is up, and he's like, I don't know, the ratings are down, and this and the house is down. I'm like I don't know about that. I know, I, you know, basically, and I, they're not in the red. I mean, I, and I know you follow, no, they're, you, they're you, not, you they're follow, nowhere
0: near, they're nowhere close to the red, right? You follow they're their fi-
2: you follow their financials. I don't, but I know they're not yeah, in the red. The ratings, Please give some detail.
0: The, the ratings are down, but the ratings are down for everything on cable across the board. There was just, uh, it was either multi-channel news, a Hollywood Reporter had a whole article about how I think. Th- this last quarter was the biggest cut or, or drop for people dropping cable ever in the history
2: of cable. Well, uh, to hold on. Now, that's to the point of why ESPN had all those layoffs, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, that's why ESPN had all those dra- layoffs.
2: So, and, it's happen- and, G- and, it, and it's happening here at CBS with layoffs. So right. this will be Dennis's last show. Uh, so, uh, oh, that's, uh, sorry yes, to hear that, yes, Dennis,
0: yes, but yes, I'll, yes. I'll do the yes. job. One yes,
2: that's no, okay. Yeah, see, you, you're just, yeah, Dennis is gone. <laughs> Thanks for coming. No, but all kid aside, that, that's the, the, because of the cable gimmick. That's why ESPN...
0: Yeah, so yeah yeah, so the the, you know and that's something wwe has to be concerned about as they get closer to negotiating their new deal with nbc universal for the usa network deal because if the money is down for the networks then they're not going to have as much to offer the companies they're licensing out programming to which is you know would include wwe right now they're they're running a lot more shows than they ever did if you include nxt some of those shows sell out some of them do not but we're also looking at a time period where they've revamped their you know Everyone looks at the Attitude Era. That was the pinnacle. You know that, Taz. Yep. There was nothing like that before. There's not. Hasn't been anything like that since. Agreed. And wrestling was also the hottest fad at that point in that time in that time frame. Yep. For for anything, it was the hottest thing on television. It was the hottest thing in live touring. And you know, you had Austin and Rock, who came along at this at the right time. It became two of the hottest characters of all time. If one of them had come along, the company would have been hot. Right. They had two of them come along at the same time, there has not been anyone comparable to either of them since that initial time period plus the company's focusing more on children now so it's it, you know they're making their money and, and they've got different revenue streams they make mo- they make money hand over foot on merchandise they make yeah. money on the network which they never did before correct they also make money on di- on digital in the digital ad space i didn't I, I
2: didn't even mention that part i mentioned the other yeah. you right i forgot about that you're exactly oh hold so on so, mike hang the on still uh, coming mike, mike 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 hold on we have some uh Minor breaking news about uh, social media and the show and begin. And begin. Hold on, Mike. Trending, trending,
5: trending again. again. Here he is, trending, trending.
2: What the fuck? that you played both for- I don't know I don't know how that happened.
4: <laughs> that was magical.
2: Mike, you're uh, Mike, Mike, no, it's good. No, it sucked. Mike, you're going to be part of listening to me uh, floggle this. D- Dennis, you cannot do that when I have Mike here. He's going to report that we suck. That was This guy reports everything. One. You can't do that. Mike. Oh, <laughs> you a reporter. Don't report that. <laughs> yeah, Mike, don't just kayfabe that. I'll continue, Mike. We are trending, by the way. Thank you to the audience for that, uh, by the way. Uh, that went and smooth. Dennis right? yeah.
0: screwed up, period report us that de-
2: Let's give Dennis one more chance. Let's give Dennis one more chance. The poor kid. He's got those big-ass sausage fingers. God, Dennis, give it another shot.
6: Taz is trending. Oh. oh, no, 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 no. He's trending again. Here he is, trending, trending.
2: Unbelievable. It's just not the same. It's, not the, it's, it's like a virgin losing their virginity the first time. It's nothing like it. And then you play it the second time. It's just not the same, Mike. And, and who would have thunk it? Now we're not trending. I'm looking at it. All can decide. We're not. Just completely destroyed it because of that show uh, sound effect that you didn't play with Echo Jones. Damn it! What yeah. else, Mike? What <laughs> else wanna talk about? Nah, back. I'm down in the dumps now. What's his name's right? You know who would be great
0: as a producer? <clears throat> who? Skip Taylor.
2: he <laughs> actually Skip. Not Scott, Skip. <laughs> That's hilarious. I actually saw I Scott. The names I love how the names used to change for the
0: tryouts. Yeah, it's Skip true.
2: Taylor. But you know why? Back to this tryout. You know why? Okay, aside. Back then, it's going to sound crazy. A lot of times the talent, the boys didn't want to use their real name that they worked, that whatever their gimmick name is that they worked as. Because if they had to do a job, they didn't want people to connect it like they were a jobber. So, you know, Scott changed his name to Skip, I guess. So, I don't know. I mean... The guys were wearing masks, you know, guys just didn't, there was no internet. There was none of that kind of buzz. So word would get around, oh, that kid Scott Taylor, whatever, you know, he did a job or something. I'm just using Scott as an example. You know, and, and so people would go and work under a gimmick name. So basically, you kayfabe your gimmick game to use a different gimmick game. That's how basically it was. I mean, it's kind of weird. I love wrestling. Yeah, but it's the truth, though. That's how it was. I don't know how these guys I, are. Why today. would you
0: try out in Maine? You were a New York City guy. Why would you try out in Maine? No, because uh,
2: that's where they wanted me to do the tryout, and they, they, it's a drive. It, no, it's a long drive. That's why, bro. No, okay, it's a long drive. That, it's a long drive. It's like eight hours. But the thing is, all okay, can side. like wherever they tell you to go, it's like, you know, you get an opportunity. Guys from my generation, when you get an opportunity, you don't bitch and gripe. You just say, "Yes, sir, I'll be there." You know, and it don't yeah, matter it's, where it's, it is.
0: It's a totally different world now. Yeah,
2: no, it's not like that. It's like, "Well, you're gonna pay trans?" Oh, F that. There's none of that. You just go. You just shut your friggin' mouth and get in the frigging car and go and work your ass off and wait in line and do your. Shit. That's how it was. Today, I think there's a little bit more entitlement. You know, so uh, back then it wasn't like that. Well, I, you know, I live in Tampa. Can we do? Uh, why do I have to drive to Dallas? Uh, you know, why do I? Why can I try out in, in Daytona? Uh, you know, like I'm just using that as a bad example. But like, uh, there wasn't none of that back then. If you were, they'd be like, oh yeah, you know what? We'll wait until we can get something in New York for you, Taz. You're right; it's a little bit of a long drive. We'll get back to you, and then it's like, uh, yeah, never happening, uh, and you get nothing. That's, so. That's why. That's how I came up, you know. And my the guys for my generation was a little bit different, you know. Let me
0: ask you this. Let me I got a question for you. Yeah, sure. If you back in that day, if you had the tryout with WWF, did that help or hurt you trying to get a tryout with WCW back in the day?
2: Oh, back in the day, it helped, I think, because they knew there was, you know, that 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 someone to that level was intrigued or interested in you. So it it really helped. It helped. I remember, and I've told the story a long time ago on the show, Mike. It's pretty funny. I don't know if I've ever discussed this with you. You remember uh, GWF when they were doing the tapings at the Sportatorium, and it used to be on ESPN. Oh,
0: sure, the Joe Petticino promotion.
2: It used to be on, used to be on ESPN. Uh, it used to be on ESPN every day. Uh, I think it was every day. It was, uh, it was like 4 p.m., like right after the kids came home from school, and it was on 4 p.m. You know, years ago. This was probably 1991 or something, 1980, 92, something like that. Anyway, <laughs> they would have. I can't remember if it was Joe Petticino. One of the announcers were doing stand-up stuff like. Hey, so this is what's going on in wrestling, and we're doing, we're doing a house show here, we're doing a house show there, and hey, uh, WWF champion, they would say other companies, and they go. And at the end of one of these reports, I don't remember who it was, the Tasmaniac will be making his way to global... I'm like, what the F? What? That's me, and I haven't even heard from them. So <laughs> they used me as clickbait. So uh, I, <laughs> I, I contacted them the next day, and they were like, yeah, we're trying to figure something out, and I, and I wanted to say, hey, you dumb, why are you mentioning my name? Why'd you do that? You didn't even contact me, but I didn't do that. I was respectful. I said, oh, well, if you guys are interested, yeah, well, if we interested, will let you know. They just blew me off, you know, like they just used my name. So, um, how dare you say my name on ESPN? Well, that's what I mean. But then, you know, it was like <laughs> I talked to my girlfriend at the time. Now it's my wife, and she's like, no, that's a good thing. This is great. You know, this is this is this helps you. You know. And, and it did. I mean, it gets, it gets some buzz about you. So I, at the time, I was too narrow-minded to realize I was, like, pissed more than anything, but I didn't get confrontation with the guy on the phone. Point is, if you had a try it with WWF back then, yeah, I definitely think it, it created that, okay, well, maybe we can get this guy before. Now, that didn't happen with me with WCW but because I never worked for them. But, well, actually, I had a tryout with them at the center stage. This was when Bill Watts was um, was in charge. So, so that's you know,
0: 1992. So that's prior to the WWF tryout that we that's going to be on the DVD.
2: So I was and I had two, I had two tryouts with WWF. I had one in Portland, Maine, and I had one in I wrestled Ray Odyssey in Worcester. I think it was Worcester, Mass. And I told Sir for this,
0: Ray Odyssey, very underrated.
2: Dude, we very underrated. Great, great talent. Very dude. underrated. And and Ray and I, you know, we worked a lot. And and what happened was, I might have said this story here before, but Ray and I um, is very cool. <laughs> Dennis, listen to this. We had a we, we this is when, as you know, Mike, WWF was doing like so many hours of TV. So dude, there'd be like twenty matches on the card, no lie. And a lot of them were just squash matches. But so there were some of promo segments. We had a follow. Ray and I, as a dark match in, you know what? It wasn't Worcester. It was Rochester. Now I'm drawing a blank. Rochester or Worcester. One's in New York State. One's in Massachusetts. I'm drawing a blank. I I can't remember where it was. It was one of those towns. And I remember what we had to follow. A segment with two guys. One was named Hulk Hogan the other one was Ultimate Warrior. So (laughs) we had to follow that segment. This is like what? Oh. Yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> oh yeah. That's <yeah. laughs> so, oh man, it was bad. People just run into the popcorn stand. So but I'll tell you what, we had a kick ass match. We did really well. We didn't get hired, but we did have a good match. So um well, maybe that'll be on volume two. Yeah, maybe. That's it. it could be. But <laughs> but uh but yeah. But the, the thing was, um when Bill Watts. Was in charge then. So, what would I have had done first? I I feel like the one in Worcester or Rochester. How do we find this out? Can we find this out? I mean, GTS. Did it go back that far? I'm sure it did. I mean, it, 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 I wonder if I had that before the uh, um the Bill Watson. There is
0: a website. Dennis can look it up. Do you want me to say it on the air?
2: Um, let me think about this for a minute.
0: I mean. We like it, 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 it. It's a PW Insider friendly website. I like the owner.
2: Really? Well, maybe this is uh, information. He, he has done you know. audio
0: with us in the past.
2: Dennis is like, please say it. Please say it. Please say it. as I'm saying. Please say it. Please but say Dennis
0: it. will never find it otherwise.
2: No no kidding. Yeah. Does it have food on the menu?
0: No, it does not have food on the menu. Then
2: I will not find it. All right, it. go ahead say it one time, Jones. All right. Yeah.
0: It's the history of WWE.com. It's run by a guy out of South Carolina named Grand Coffin, who's a really big historian, and he pretty much has collected as many results of WWF and WCW cards as he can as he's been able to do over the last okay. ten years. Can it's Grand
2: is can, is C- Grand uh, an audio producer?
0: Uh, he might be. He he's a uh, newsman by nature. I'm sure he can make the transition.
2: And uh, welcome to the Taz Show, Grand. You are a new audio producer of the Taz Show. Uh, so there you go, Grand Dennis. Uh, so you're, Dennis Good is already Grand. on this. Dennis is on this thing. It's
0: it's actually, I use it a lot for uh, my sourcing for when we do this day in history and on uh, PW Insider. It's a, no one cares. It's a big resource oh, for me, and we often credit them. So See, Dennis is a douche.
2: Um, all right. So what else you got, bro? That's it with Danya. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it, everyone's kind of talking about RAW. I mean, I enjoyed the show. I felt like by the third hour it was starting to drag, but I feel like that was. The the culprit was the length of the show, not the work in the show. I thought there was a lot of good wrestling on the show last night.
2: I thought so, too. I don't know if you heard my conspiracy uh, theory in the beginning of the show here, of this show. I was uh, By the way, we're on Facebook Live. I didn't say hello to the folks on Facebook Live, so I apologize Hi, Facebook. for that. Uh, Mike, welcome to Facebook Live here in the show. It's a very big moment here. This is a, the Facebook Live on this Good show. Good moment. Yes, yes. They love you, Mike. They love you on there. Um, sure they do. <laughs> no, no. I said uh, I had a theory that I, I noticed something, and I'm sure you'll hack me and give me no credit like you always do. The, I'll do my best. The Seth Rollins, uh, in his, in his interview yesterday before he wrestled Bray, Seth Rollins mentioned all the trials and tribulations going into that he's dealt dealt with for the past year, S- from Stephanie. You heard all this, right? From from <laughs> you know, from his knee injury. But he never mentioned that big, gigantic, huge victory he had on Triple H at WrestleMania. So I don't feel they letting that blow under the blow away. I, I feel like this guy is probably going to win Extreme Rules, in my opinion. And uh, because I, I, think maybe he'll, they'll, they'll oh, have. Oh,
0: I, I, see where you're. I see the chess pieces you're yeah, setting up here. That's that just me. my theory. That man. makes sense. Yeah, to set up Summerslam. And
2: that makes sense, and that's why they probably will not do it. Yeah. So because lately, a lot of the stuff that makes sense, they don't do, my friend. You know what I mean? They All don't. Right, well,
0: uh, that is the case.
2: Uh, well, uh, <laughs> they you. often
0: change their minds week to week, as you know. That's, I know they that's do, part bro. Part of the reason
2: they do. Our, so we gotta, we gotta go to break. Uh, Let's get Mike's uh, send-off music going. Mike will plug his stuff here in a second. Are we ready, Dennis? Yes, we are. Mike Johnson, uh, please plug away.
0: All right. If you uh, liked what you heard here, you can check us out at PWInsider.com. And you can visit the Elite section for three days free at PWInsiderElite.com Check us out and check out everything we have to offer completely ad-free for three days free, or you can follow me on Twitter at Mike, I forgot my own Twitter handle, at MikePWInsider or you can follow the site at PWInsider.com on Twitter. I want to thank all of you for watching and listening, especially those of you on Facebook Live. Hello. Thanks for breaking my Facebook Live, Jerry. They
2: they love that you're dancing, Mike. I'm getting people on Facebook Live. I got yeah, you know, I got kink dog. Well,
0: it's not the salsa music, so it's not as much fun. listen. Whoa, 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 whoa!
2: Ashpet, listen to the music. That's salsa. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: all right, salsa good all
0: everybody.
2: Yeah, they danced away. Sell Mike Sell. Rich Foman, Foman, from, from, froman. Easy for me to say. Alright Mike. Frotman, Sausage yeah. King of <laughs> I remember that was what do call it? When he took the car, what's the movie? Franz Bueller's Day they Fairl Bueller. Oh, the Sausage King. That's Dennis. Oh, the Sausage King.
4: <laughs> Not a bad nickname. Not a bad nickname.
1: <laughs>
2: On oh, so we many you, levels, Dennis. that's so funny. Holy <laughs> s***. <laughs> Alright, no, Mike. Alright, I'll I see gotta you later. Tell Cowboy
0: I said hello. I met him over the weekend.
2: Cowboy? Oh, you love the Cowboy. I'm
0: I met him over the weekend. Yeah, Great guy. Yeah,
2: he told me. He told me that you guys bumped into each other. That's good. Cowboy's the man. Alright, Mike, look, I appreciate you, brother. I
0: appreciate you as well. Good moment, everybody. Thanks
2: good, for watching. Good moment. Mike Johnson right there, ladies and gentlemen. The man, the one, the only, the myth, the legend, Mike Johnson. All right, we are going to go to break. On the side of break, we'll be back on Facebook Live. We have phones flaring like a pack of hemorrhoids, so we got to get to the phone lines. A lot of people on hold, on hold, on hold. As you can say. Tash, I'll be right back.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: Oh, yeah. So, anyway, I'm looking at the uh, Facebook Live here. And uh, people are. We've been on here for. Past 35 minutes or so on Facebook Live. Usually we just do the first, the final fourth quarter, the final 30 minutes. His headphones suck. Anyway, um, people are perplexed by the break music. It's that that during the break, the, which they hear and uh, they've never heard it. Which is show which just shows that the folks on the Facebook Live do not listen or watch the first three quarters of the show, which is extremely sad. So, that they should know what that great music is. Unless they listen to the audio, audio on demand, then they wouldn't hear it. Okay, is what's going on with the Facebook Live? It's frozen. Why, why is it frozen? Oh, what, is it frozen on your end? No. You know what it is? It's the internet. Son of a bitch. It Unbelievable. It's, I, I deserve a raise. I really need a raise. That's my new, my new battle cry. I need a big ass raise. I mean, I, I you know, I, I the, the archaic surroundings I have and the, the lackluster people that work around me. No disrespect to my team. I'm taking. It's just brutal. I, I just can't catch a break. It's unbelievable. All right, so I gotta get to the phones here. I, it's, a, it's, you know, it's packed. The lines are packed. We're gonna get into that right away. Uh now, now, communicate with some of the folks on. Uh, Facebook in a little bit. Hey, uh, chaos in Mississippi. You're on the Taz show. What's up, pal? Well, good moment, Taz. <clears throat> good moment, buddy. First off, I
6: just need to put over uh, Cowboy because uh, I had a good conversation with him just real quick. But he was a uh, good guy. Cowboy's a real good dude.
2: Yep, yeah, yep, he is. Cowboy. He's the man, bro. No doubt about it.
6: Exactly. Uh, yeah. All right. So, I just had a, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about your your Seth prediction for the Fatal Five Way. Yes,
2: sir. Yes, sir.
6: Oh. I, I, I'm I not disagreeing with your prediction. Okay. Because with the monkey wrench of Braun Strowman getting hurt. Yeah. You know, because I felt like they were going to do Braun versus Brock at either the Great Ball of the Fire or SummerSlam.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. Know? They would basically say when Braun's calling out Brock, you know that was where they wanted to go. And that was just recently.
5: Yeah.
6: And so, but the. <clears throat> your your reasoning behind the, the Seth Rollins pick is a little perplexing to me, only because I think that the Roman Reigns win over The Undertaker at WrestleMania. I mean, he retired The Undertaker. I think that's a much bigger win right. for Roman than Seth beating H.
2: No, you might be right, but I, I don't think so. I, 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 thought that that promo, as I said earlier, chaos. And for those that are just joining the show now, I'll just re, re- say it real quick here. You know, I thought that the Seth Rollins promo last night before his match, the interview, I should say, when Charlie interviewed him, uh, by him not even acknowledging through those trials and tribulations, he acknowledged Stephanie, he acknowledges knee issue and all this stuff. He never acknowledged Triple H, and to me. I just don't think I, I don't think they're gonna blow that off. Now some people on Twitter think I'm crazy, like ah are you crazy. WWE blows stuff off all the time. Yeah, you're right, they do. I just think that was such a massive, massive moment for, and a massive win for Seth Rollins. And just to your point, chaos, you're right, and and a massive win for you know uh, for Roman Reigns to uh, to win. You know, and defeat the Undertaker and have Undertaker ride off in the sunset. You could be right, but but I I, I don't know. I'm I'm sticking to my guns here. I mean, I, I've been wrong as of late a lot. It's it's tough to figure them out because not they, they um not not predictability booking logical booking they've been veering away from at times. And that's the truth. And, and I'm going to tell you, right, I, I appreciate you agreeing, bro, because and it's when I say logical booking, it's because if you look at this, this predicament that they're in, just pay attention, right? I'm not saying you in particular, Chaos, but if people pay attention, look at the past three, whatever, three, four weeks of Raw, even five weeks, of all the different ways they wanted to go. I don't think there's a story arc. I mean, they, they were going, I might be a little dis- disjointed here. Heyman calling out Roman for Brock when Brock was a champ after after um, after uh, WrestleMania, right? Then you had, just recently, Braun calling out, to your point, Brock. Then you had Roman, what do you call out? Roman called out Brock. Then you had Finn Balor come out and say, hey, I was a universal. They're all over the place here. And now it proves they were all over the place because they're going to do a five-way and throw all of these elements in there except for Braun because he's hurt. In, at extreme role rules, and they throw Joe in there out of nowhere, which I'm happy for Joe. And if they want shock and awe, that's who you have to win. Samoa Joe. They won't, but that's who you have to win because I think that'd be a huge match at, at SummerSlam. Brock versus uh, versus um, versus. Uh, uh, I'm Jordan Brock versus just jo- Samoa Joe. I just said his name. Duh. But yeah. but then they have the Great Balls of Fire gimmick. They got to deal with that too. So it's uh, you know. I, I, you might you might be right, chaos. It could be it could be Roman, but I I, I don't know. I'm gonna stick to my guns here, and I'm gonna go with uh, where I think it's um, you know Seth Rollins. Uh, Dennis, your prediction? I know we're not doing a prediction show right now, but I'm,
4: w- I'm with you. Seth Rollins wins, but he's gonna lose to
2: Brock. Right, but K- chaos makes a good point though about the victory. I just think you know that Roman Reigns had at WrestleMania with the Undertaker, but I just think they've done so much and tried so hard, and they're still pushing Roman hard. And let's be honest, dude, you know Roman had a friggin' good match with Finn Balor last night. That was a good ass match right there. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that match. I don't. I don't know if I like Roman winning. I think that would have shocked some people. I. I don't think Finn is gonna win this five way. I don't. I think it'd be great to have him win, and do the. Uh, you know, that he's got to face the Goliath, you know, at, at uh, Great Balls of Fire, or whatever, meaning Brock. That would be cool. I just don't think it's going to happen. I've been, I've been the guy saying that Finn should have came back, should have been at WrestleMania against those two monsters, Goldberg and Brock. That was me. I really believe that. You know, I got to say, speaking of Finn Balor, real quick here, I'm taking a sip of water. Um, something else that pointed out to me yesterday, and it's been happening a little bit lately. Which I don't like. In regards to Finn Balor, um, and we heard when Charlie Caruso interviewed Finn, Finn said the, the cliche line, which is a great line. I've used it myself in in my wrestling days. It's not the size of the dog in a fight; it's just the size of the fight in the dog. They're going uh, with the undersized thing with him because he is, you know, not as big as these other guys. Listen, I want you guys to remember. Okay, and, and and these are things you would not hear on like WWE Network. You won't hear on Dancing with the Table. Okay, I'm gonna just shoot with you. You know, they never did this type of booking, this type of positioning with Finn Balor in NXT. They never did this. And if they did, I don't, I can't recall it. Can you, Dennis? I know you watch NXT all the time, and maybe fans can. Like that, he's small or smaller. I n- I don't remember this.
4: No, they did. His size was not an issue at all.
2: Right. So now it's like he's not big oh you got a lot of heart that's a nice way of saying you're small but you got heart you know like and I'm not blaming Roman this is what's written for the guy you know I'm just saying like I'm not a fan but this is typical I live this (laughs) for all my years in ECW and the success I had it was rare that someone called me on air undersized or not tall enough I called myself that and maybe at time Bam Bam did because he was so much bigger than me but I don't really, I mean, that wasn't something we pushed. Wade Elliott, Facebook Live, I pop every time, calls it Dancing on the Table. Yes, indeed. Uh, And thank you, Giovanni Holmes on Facebook Live. It was never mentioned on NXT. Thank you. I didn't think so. Meaning about Finn Balor. So my point is, why, why, why do you have to position him, and that's a rhetorical question because I've lived this, Why do you have to position Finn as the undersized guy? Why do you have to shine a light on that? Why can't he just be this enigma, this friggin' star that he is? Okay, and and he's been a star everywhere he's worked. Why do you have to flash that friggin' light that he's not as big? Stop with this. Stop. Enough. Just stop. 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 It's so many years with this. It don't matter. Undersized guys can beat the ass of big MFs day in and day out. Don't matter. Don't matter. In a wrestling match, in a shoot, MMA, boxing, don't matter. Don't matter. Stop. It's crazy. Maybe I'm frustrated because I lived it. And I see this happening with Finn. It pisses me off. It does. It pisses me off. It's just not right. Did you notice that, Dennis, or not?
4: They do make a lot of size references. With it, him. It,
2: AJ Styles. It's the same thing. Remember they did that with AJ? Same thing. It's so weird. And that's not weird. It's, it's it's this big man thing there. I, you're right. It's weird to a casual fan or even a hardcore fan because they haven't been there. But, you know, think about AJ Styles, all his success, everywhere he's worked. And And there was never a light shined on that this guy's not a big guy. But when he came in to WWE, it was like shined on him on SmackDown. What was it? Smack where did, wherever he debuted. SmackDown I don't even know. You know. Um, Michael Ward. Isn't Finn like six one? I don't think he's six one. I don't I don't think he's six foot one. Um, he's probably a little bit taller than me. I mean five, I'm, five, I'm ele- five nine on a strong day. 5'11", 190. Well, I'm five ten. So, I just became 5'10. I was 5'9 literally 30 seconds ago. And then, yeah, no one knows my head. It's a mystery. So, um, he's 5'11 what? 190. Okay. Wherever you read that, there was, let me just tell you, this is another thing I got. <sighs> God, I got to stop sometimes. I need to. I need to I <laughs> you're like getting mad about size. I, I am. I am. <laughs> no, I'm getting mad. Be- not at you, but I'm getting no, mad I because you're. You gotta understand, it's not your fault. It's like people are telling me on Facebook, he's five eleven. Okay, I got it. And some people say, he's six foot. Listen, listen, folks. None of you, including my producer, know how tall any wrestlers are. You know why? No, you know why? You could go online and read all you want. It's all bullshit. Okay, this is not the NFL Combine. There's nobody with a ruler measuring the height and the weight of wrestlers. It doesn't happen. I lived it. Trust me. No one knows how tall guys are or how much they weigh. (sighs) Cash Childers, Facebook Live, Buildaz. Correct, Buildaz, thank you. Kink Dog, Batista used to be 6'6". Ha-ha, you're right, he's not 6'6". I'm just saying, like, it's just, I need air conditioning. I'm getting all fired up. I'm sorry. It annoys me. It's like people, you know... And I'm not mad at my audience, I love everybody, you know that. I just get a little crazy sometimes. Gage, in Detroit, you're on a Taz Show, what's up? Good moment, Taz, how are you? Good, my friend, talk to me. Okay, uh, it's actually first time calling in,
10: so before I get off the hooks, I just want to put you over.
2: Yes, sir, and I appreciate you calling the show and being a supporter of it. First off, I want to tell you that, thank you.
10: Oh, and also a uh, big good morning to the CEO of Capricola, mm-mm, Dennis Jones.
2: Oh, hold on, wait, Let's let's back up. I will let the uh, man meet Jones himself. Dennis, explain to you, sir, because you're new, to what you need to fix there. Dennis, please uh, question this man and help him.
4: All right, Cage. I would like to let you know that with with this show, it's live currently, but we do audio and video on demand. So for those who listen, we don't like to timestamp. No, nothing time-sensitive. So instead of the M-word you just used, we like to use moment.
2: That's an M-word, too, though.
4: Well, the original M-word. The time of day m word. But they're words. both M-words. Yeah, but this one's more important.
2: Gage, poor Gage is confused more than that. He's like, what? Are... Don't say morning. Oh, well, pardon my indecency. That's okay, Gage. So basically what he's saying is you should say good moment. <clears throat> if we don't use the word good morning here because it's like to Dennis's point, I like the word timestamp. That's actually pretty good. And by the way, everybody listening or watching, these are like three minutes you're never going to get back in your life. <laughs> so, Gage, we're good now. So, uh, so good moment, my friend.
10: Good moment. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to put you over real quick. You were a major part of my childhood growing up watching wrestling, and then your color and commentary work was just spot on. So thank you for making my childhood wonderful. Thanks,
2: Gage. I appreciate that very much. That's very kind of you, brother.
10: Thanks. Give my off the hooks real quick, and then I'll be out of your hair real quick. Yes, sir. Okay. My first match, I have the Hurricane versus Billy Kidman.
2: Hurricane, Billy Kidman. Yeah, both. both. Uh, Billy Kidman. No one's mentioned Billy Kidman yet. Awesome drop and it's Hurricane, both those guys. Truck. Yeah, yeah. No, no one's mentioned their drop kicks yet. Both those guys, Kidman and Hurricane, awesome drop kicks. Yep. What else you got?
10: I got Ultimo Dragon going up
2: against Funaki. Ultimo Dragon, Funaki. Okay, I feel that. What else?
10: And then my main event is a big High Spot Jones. I got Rey Mysterio's Tree of Woe drop kick versus Shane McMahon's Coast to Coast Trash Can drop kick.
2: Big ball Jones drop kicking right there, my friend Gage. I appreciate you calling. All right, and both of you have a good moment. Good moment, Gage, my friend. Good moment. Yes. Uh, Okay. Okay. Yes. Ignacio Vasquez, Billy Kidman, this is on Facebook Live, is really underrated. Uh, Yeah, Billy. I wrestled Billy. Very underrated. That's so funny.
4: Your delivery of the line. Billy Kidman was very underrated.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is, I'm a broadcaster. You know that. I can't, uh, though. This is what I do. Chairman, Spot Monkey Jones. I don't know who he's talking about, but that's funny. Whenever I hear a spot monkey, especially when Matt Hardy says it when he was broken. I, by the way, I missed the broken Hardys. Does anybody that's, else miss the broken I missed what, them.
4: That's what wrestling's lacking. Come on. A, a dilapidated boat. Senor Benjamin.
2: I missed the, the freaking. Yeah, Senor Benjamin. I, I, I missed the whole gamut, man. Damn it. Stinks. It's gone. When's it coming back? I miss the broken heart. As it's very sad. Really is. It's gone. They'll be back. You think so? They got it. I hope so, man. I mean, they—they they, they got it. I agree. I mean, I hope so. I mean, I, I'm sure every day that goes by, this thing's dwindling down, as we've heard. I'm sure, Triple H is gonna fix it all. He can. He's—he's he's gotta love the broken gimmick. I'm sure he does. I don't think it's a. a-
4: I think it's all legal. I don't think the WWE didn't like the gimmick. I just think they don't want to. I don't think get Vince knows trouble.
2: much about the gimmick. I'm sure Hunter and Stephanie probably had to tell him. I don't think Vince pays attention to anything else except his stuff. But
4: he, he would trust if Triple H and Steph were like, look, this, I'm telling yeah, you, that, dad, father yes. in uh, yes. law, this will so, work.
2: I'm telling you, father in law. <laughs> hey, father in law. Hey, father in law, Vince. I'm the game. Isn't that how they I'm speak? I'm telling yes, that's how they speak. Yes. I'm telling you. I'm telling you follow. I'm telling you. Yes. Yeah, I signed the game. I'm telling you. Let's get rid of this
1: Yep.
7: There
2: you go. Um, I don't know, I just I just had an outburst about the um about the Hoddies. Really. It's got to happen. Enough. I mean I watched him work yesterday. It was good and all, but I'm mean, kind of watching Jeff. It was Jeff, right? Jeff in the singles match. Yeah, I mean, come on. I, I you know, the Hardy gimmick, the broken gimmick. I mean, we need it back. That was awesome. Imagine what WWE can do with this thing if they really want to fly with it. You know, the cool thing about the the broken gimmick is that any time they can have it where he, Matt gets hit in the head, just like they did back in the day. That would be good. It's, and that's it, man. It's just simple. It's a done deal. You know what I mean? Hey, Adam, in uh, Syracuse, the Cuse, you are on the Taz Show. What's up?
3: Good moment to you, Taz. Good moment, Lumberjack.
2: Good moment up there in Orange Country. How are you?
3: Uh, Very good, sir. I'm going to admit uh, I want you to check your yam bag real quick. Long-time
2: listener, first-time caller. Look at this guy. in a yam bag. Uh, Some people might not know what I mean when I say to you, Adam, uh, in Orange Country. Uh, So... You nation, uh, stand up. That's it. There it is. Uh, Syracuse Orange, yeah. for sure. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, what's up, man? What do you want to talk about?
3: Well, I'm going to admit I was a little underprepared today, so I do not have my my uh, off-the-hook ready, but I do have... I want to put you over that's real quick, and i got a quick question.
2: Yeah, go for it. Go for it.
3: All right. So, uh, to put you over really quick, I just want to say you've always been one of my favorites, uh, Living Dangerously 99, you and Sabu. We you, you had the broken jaw.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Incident. Ah, one of my favorite that, matches. That was one of my favorite.
2: That was matches, match, one of my favorite matches. One of my favorite matches to be in. Thank you for saying that.
3: That was what. That was the handshake match, right? That's the one where you shook his hand at the end, right?
2: Yeah, like all the indie guys now,
3: handshaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: then you do a dive. <laughs> um, yeah, and we dive. We do dive, dives, dive. <laughs> I didn't dive. So, uh, he did, but anyway, go
3: ahead. <laughs> Uh Really quick, I just had a quick question for you. I don't know if you got enough time to handle. Yeah, it. Yeah, I got plenty of time.
2: time. We're gonna go into fifth quarter here. It's okay.
3: All right. Fifth quarter, Jones. All right. Yes, um, so yes. my question is, um, really right now, like you see a really big push for strong uh, women's wrestling, especially in WWE. Yes. Uh, you know, you have like people like Charlotte and, uh, and Sasha Banks yep. you know, the main eventing cards. Um, my question is: You see a lot of uh, intergender wrestling in indie matches, like yes. guys wrestling girls and having actual legitimate physical yep. Yep. matches. Yep. Do you see WWE ever going in that direction, or do you think that they're going to always keep guys and girls separate? Because I feel like maybe people like an AJ Styles and a Charlotte could have like a really dynamite match together. I was just wondering if you ever.
2: I am going to tell you face. this right now, and I've talked about this in the past. Never, ever will WWE do that. Never, because of. They will not, cannot, any way, shape, or form promote man-on-woman violence um uh, with all the issues in our world, domestic violence and all this different stuff. They would never, ever as a publicly traded company and who they are, I know for a fact that won't happen. Now, if it ever does, I'd be shocked, but I really don't think it's happening anytime soon. I am actually not a fan of intergender wrestling. Um I am not a fan of it. I've talked about it in the past. I've had I've had you know, Vada Scott on and, and, and a long time ago on my show here and, and and have a good day there, uh Adam. I appreciate it. Uh, getting to Carl jones there um you know i uh, i i've talked with vader about it she's been in a lot of intergender matches uh and that was on like maybe the first time vader was on on the un podcast machine and i've also talked to gail kim when gail kim was on the show gail is not a fan i believe of it that was a long time ago and i'm not i'm not a fan of it at all uh i cringe sometimes watching some of those independent matches it's not a knock on the guys. it's not a knock on the girls i just you know not not into it um you know, uh, it, it's it's different. I think WWE would do more of where the female is bouncing around the male once in a while, but you will not see a male get physical and, and do something physical to a, a female. Um, you know, Montclair St. Clair on, uh, on Facebook Live was seeing China in intergender matches. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, it, it, that was before WWE was at the level of out, and that's before we have NFL, you know, running backs, uh, you know, for example, you know, punching their fiancés in the face and it's caught on camera in an elevator. I mean, these are big deals. Like, this is in our country, like, you know, and not just our country, in the world. It's just, I, I just don't see WWE doing something like that. So, you don't have to agree with me. I'm just telling you how I see it and my experience. Um, you know, um, I uh, I don't know. Um, John uh, Gutchenshaw says they weren't public then. They might have been. They might not have been. They became public, WWE, right around when I signed, I believe. It was around 2000. So when China was doing those matches, I'm not really sure. It was close to when they became public, but not public to the level they are now. Uh, You know what I mean? I just don't think it it doesn't matter. I just don't think any of that intergender stuff should fly anywhere. But there's a huge market for it. There's a huge market for it. And on the indie scene, and there's promotions that do it all the time, and it, it draws. Some people are are, are are they like those kind of matches, and that's fine. That, whatever floats your boat. I mean, it doesn't mean you know, doesn't mean that uh, you know uh, that I'm not a that 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 I have to be a fan of it. And I, I don't think WWE will do it again. Main class, St. class TNA did last year. Gail Kim versus Tigre Uno. Okay, well, they could have done that match, and I'm sure you're telling the truth. I, I, you know what I. <laughs> That doesn't mean Gail liked it. I'm pretty sure Gail Kim was not a fan of it. That doesn't just mean that she's not gonna go and do a match here and there when she's x to. Um, you know what I mean? It depends how much offense she's having. You know, so look at I um I'm not a fan of it, like I said. I'm just not a fan of it. You know, you'll see a lot of it. Um, a lot of people are talking about it, Lucha Underground. Obviously, Lucha Underground does a bunch of it. I mean, sexy star, she, I've seen her and, and Johnny Mundo, Johnny Mo- John Morrison have like knockdown drag out matches. I, I respect both their work rates. I don't know a Sexy Star. I'm, I am a fan of Sexy Star. I I know Johnny and he's a great talent. Uh, John Morrison, John, Johnny Mundo, great great talent. Um, I got to tell you, and there's a lot of there In the Max Lucha Underground. I I know. I, I just it's just not me, man. I just I'm not. I just, it. And to me, it's not. It's not. A, it's not. A, it's not like a sexual thing or not like that. It's just like a, just seeing that. It's it's it it makes me it just just cringe i just cringe i just dennis i'm curious your stance on this and i want to hear anthony's stance seriously on this
4: i don't i don't like the idea i i get where they're how they how becky lynch and and ellsworth are there's like teasing physicality there that's really the extent of it maybe maybe she hits him with a suplex or something right right. i don't want to see a full-blown match the because i mean as, as a guy like and it, and, and it comes off misogynistic, but it's not the case at all. But, like, you want to be extra careful because, like, big dudes and big dudes. Like, we were just talking about size, and it's like these women are, are – are, some some of them are smaller. Most of them are small. And it's like you don't want to – you're naturally bigger and, and stronger. You don't want to hurt these women at all. Not that they can't handle it. They absolutely can. Right, right. But you're – I feel like you hold yourself back a little, which makes it worse. You want it to just go out there and just run the match as is. You don't want to be worried about – thinking like, oh, look, is this going to hurt? Like, am I going gonna... to – I don't want people second-guessing. you got to go in there and just do your thing.
2: Yeah. I just don't – I don't – just me I, and you sound you're on the same page. And to me, it don't matter if it's a big dude or a smaller guy. It's a male. It could be a guy like James Ellsworth. Let's say they do a match with James Ellsworth against Becky Lynch. Let's say that match happens. If they do that, which they could do that on a SmackDown one day, it wouldn't shock me. Here's the thing. They could do it. Don't say, oh, tag you around. They didn't hit the gender. Whoa, 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 whoa,
7: whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. Here's the thing. If they announce a match and have that, which I'm not saying they're going to. I don't think they will, and I don't think they should. But if they did do that, okay, it would be Becky bumping James Ellsworth all over the place. It wouldn't be James doing nothing. If they did something creative where somehow she bumped, it wouldn't be James doing it to her. Look at just recently... When Becky rouged all the, the welcoming committee. She shook all their hands and then she she went to hug James. And then she took James and threw James into Tamiya or so, one of them. She, not Tamiya. What did she throw into? I don't remember. Yeah, that. Tamiya. And so my point is she, Becky, grabbed the male and threw him. You know, those are the things you got to look at. Um, you know, Michael Ward on Facebook Live, uh, you know, saying Nikki Bella whooped on Tyler Breeze. That's right. That's a good point. Again, the female had all the offense, you know. So those are things that, uh, you know, uh, that you guys need to look at. Hey, uh, Ant, I want to get your opinion on this uh, as a younger male. um, And, um, you know, and then we have some audio to do on you. Uh, By the way, Ant, you there? I am there. What's Uh, going on, Are we good to Facebook Live? We're good for it. Doesn't it run out? No, then no run out. I was lied to then uh, by Video Brian. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate that. You're the man. Uh, Prick. I think it's like five hours or something like that. Dude, he told me one time it was 30 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> oh wait i oh, mean uh oh, hold on someone's calling me oh yeah hey uh hey come on please i don't have time to oh. dick around with you here. what's your stance on on the intergender matches i'm not i don't like it i do respect the female for doing that like i know it takes a lot but i don't i don't like it when i was younger it was not something i thought of because china was so powerful that like it almost was like fine but now that i'm older i'm not a fan of it okay uh, can you get uh tell me uh what Cowboy thinks, uh, let, let Cowboy tell you in your headset, one of you guys, and just relay it on the air here. I'm curious what he uh, thinks. Uh, and Get back to work, please. We're busy get here. Get back to all work right.
7: before I get real beaten. <laughs> got to wrap
2: up. You get, you get that from, uh, from Cowboy. Oh, we had another guy on hold, but he hung up. That was the last call. The lines were all locked up. I guess he disappeared. Sorry. Uh, Jeff in Massachusetts, you're gone, dude. I don't know what happened. We'll get you tomorrow, brother. I don't know what happened there. Um, well, you got that thing from Cowboy? I'm just curious on his opinion. Oh, we're getting it. Hang on, folks. Hold on a minute. Give a second here. I'm about the this show up. We do it all on the air. We don't even. Well, we stuff. Yeah. Becky
4: and Ellsworth would be fine. Outside of that, he's.
2: We're all in the same boat. It's okay. Some dudes are into it. I mean, and 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 some women don't, don't care about it either. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing a, uh, a a female's perspective. I'm looking here on um, on Facebook Live. There's enough females on there. You know. Everybody knows the males and the females love the show. don't matter what sex you are. We were having some people that, well, I don't want to get Dennis in trouble. I'm not sorry. I apologize. For nothing. says certain things, and it's not good. Wade Elliott, Fifth Quarter Jones. Yep. You're welcome. Oh, uh, people are calling Anthony a Muppet. So listen, um, before I get nice. into uh, this thing here, um, what do we have before I wrap the show up? Do so we have some audio. Uh, Lee Mean helped us out. I mentioned this about Meet the Press. Can we play this before we wrap the show up about Anthony?
4: Absolutely. This so, is not
2: my doing. This is all Dennis is doing. So what we have here is we, we can play a
4: little game where you have to guess if this is the man from Meet the Press. Play a little game. I'm in the fifth
2: quarter. Or if I'm, it's I'm to or, go home. Or if it's Ant. Uh, okay. <laughs> a little game. Uh,
4: all right. So don't guess yet, but I'm going to play... I'm not going to tell you who's what, but I'm going to play something.
7: Yeah, possibly. Yeah. <clears> Thinking <throat> like out timing with President Trump is impossible.
4: I mean, I was- all right. That was one. <laughs> now, this is the other. Oh, he's going he, oh, to play hard to get. Oh okay. Oh, I see what's up. Oh, all right. Well, what he meant to say was, They call me.
7: The Shockmaster. Okay, Ant. <coughs> figuring out the timing with President Trump is impossible.
2: <laughs> Let's get to Meet the Press again. This feels like another episode of SOSM. Unbelievable, Dennis. You can't get it right. That's because your, your 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 butt buddy screwed this whole thing up. Good. Ant, You're not gonna play along, huh? I don't even know what's going on right now. Oh, uh, Dennis, deal with it. Because I gotta I gotta get ready. Come on, deal with it, Dennis. possibly figuring <laughs> <coughs> so out timing with President Trump.
4: <laughs> All right, Ant. Read the line.
5: They call me it's- the Shockmaster.
7: I'm running rub and shot.
2: What the? Dude, are you high? What was that? That's what I have I- written on the paper.
4: Oh, that's not even true, Aunt. because I have the paper right here. <laughs> and you're... Oh, you, th- you think you're... So- <laughs> I would rather oh Cowboy not talk. It's unbelievable. And he's still funnier than you.
2: You, you guys... You-, you can't do a show together. Yeah. No, Because it's a, a one-man show. Because he's he's an idiot. No, you guys don't have talent. That's the problem. I'm just being <sighs> honest with both of you. You you have you guys are great in D and E roles. You're not great in A, B or C roles. You can't have a show, Dennis, with Anthony because you guys don't have the ability. I'm being honest.
4: Look, I'm as
2: good. I've given you so many segments and you keep flopping.
4: I play up to my competition.
2: But, but I don't. What does that mean? I mean, you've never heard that expression. It's I like, don't care about it, bro. I care about just—I care about people watching it and loving my show.
4: Well, here they'll enjoy this. Who does this sound like?
7: You know, possibly <laughs> figuring out timing with President Trump is impossible. I mean, I was just flat out say it's impossible. Look at the Comey firing. Right? It's—it's it's, awful. Terrible timing. You, 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 know, you ask for this report that's supposed to be the cover story. You get it. The next day, he's out. But right now, is the potential there? Yeah, the
2: potential is there. Oh, my God, dude. They call and, me and, the Shockmaster. And the thing is, I actually watched that on Sunday morning. And I sat there in my den laughing my ass off. I told that story yesterday. Um, it I, does. Uh, I think he, it, he finally snapped. Yeah, people on Facebook Live are saying, oh, my God, I'm crying. Oh, my God, it does sound like Lizette Austin. People saying it sounds like Anthony. It does. It does. Um, Darren Davies, before we wrap up on Facebook Live, I want the name game. Yes, doesn't everyone? There will be a name game. We will do the name game this week for sure, maybe once or twice this week. And I believe Katie's coming on the show when, Thursday or Friday? The 19th, Friday. Hmm. Katie Jones, that's a new name. Um, she would not like that. She, no. That, that affects my brand, Taz. That affects my brand. Don't don't talk about my brand. You say my name right. It's Doll. Don't call me Jones. Nerd. Okay, Katie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Katie. God, I hope she don't hear any of this. She she dude. She's on you know she's on top of it.
4: The show. I don't think she does. I think she has people for her, and they just take notes. It's like, oh, Katie, they said X, Y, and Z.
2: I have people, too, that do that for other things for me. That say A, B, and C, not X, Y, and Z. So I understand. Um, I don't know if we're doing... Uh, <clears throat> it's funny. David Burns on Facebook Live. Tell Inspector Gadget to bring... You better headphones. Yeah, no kidding. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, you're right. It's
4: not the headphones. It's the jack. Yeah, I need a new jack. Your headphones are fine.
2: They're orange. I got to go. I think we're done. I don't know if I hit everything I wanted to hit on uh, on Raw. I think I did. I mean, the first she's oh, three quarters of the show, Heavy Duty Jones. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So... I think we're good, right? I don't (laughs) know. This is tremendous. Facebook Live, James Hayes. He goes, (laughs) oh, my God. We need a break from the D&A show. You know what that is? That wouldn't even be the name of it. What would it be called? Uh, I don't even. uh, (laughs) A show? What would it be called? Yeah.
4: That that would work? Yes. (laughs)
2: What would you call it? No, I know what I told uh, Seth, and he made fun of you guys behind your back, Bishop is and you. I said, yeah, they should do a show together and call it uh, Dead Air Jones. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly- <laughs> See, now that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dennis, uh, I mean, Anthony thought it was too.
4: Hey, Ant. No, he's, I'm not putting him up. Screw him.
2: All right. That'll work <laughs> on the show when it's just you kill your, your partner. Oh, my God. I'm sick of the way you guys (laughs) make fun of my voice. And then you get get a guy who sounds
7: exactly like me, and then you just expect me to dance around like some monkey. I'm sick of it. It's not funny.
2: You're right. It's not funny. Oh, my God. Actually, it's so much better when you do Anthony's voice than when Anthony actually talks. Dude, how mad is he in the control room right now? Seriously, you know There's better. There's steam coming out of my ears. <laughs> yeah. He's furious right now. And he doesn't realize that after the show, which is happening soon, him and I need to have a little private meeting about something happening in the show. Dude, that's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. little private meeting. Hey, Ant, you're going to the principal's office. Hey, Ant. Aunt. Aunt.
1: Aunt! Uh, I didn't know if my
2: mic was on. Your mic is on. Wake up. <laughs> And you, sir, I'm not going to say it on the air, you made a bad mistake late in the show. You know what it is, right? I do not. Well, you're going to find out. Uh, a, a video uh, issue? Oh, I, I do know. Yeah. Dude, have a comeback when we have this private meeting. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> just have some kind of a, uh, it's going to be an excuse, I'm sure. Make it a good one, okay? You know, I love you. And I love you, too. <laughs> you don't normally make mistakes. You don't, Will you stop? but please have have a you know, have a comeback, okay? <laughs> I think he's legitimately mad. Uh, I don't know why he's not talking. I, I, you I don't know. I didn't know this is like something I needed to answer, or if I should be doing my job. Well, you normally should say, "Okay, got it." Yes. I, 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 okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> that was sincere. All right. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> it's like talking to my eighteen-year-old. There, there's a lot of tension today. Yeah, he's got a bug up his ass. He's going to quit the show. (laughs) Chan Man. Poor Ant. That was insincere. Kink Dog. Ant is packing his bags to leave. People know. He's done. Wow.
7: Jeez. Mm -mm -mm. And it seemed to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind. (laughs) Never knowing had to turn to when the rain oh. set in.
2: <laughs> Dude, you're a prick. <laughs> oh, you're worse than me. That was oh genuine. My <clears throat> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh jeez. Cause if what if we have you guys do a spin-off show? You know, and I I can't if you guys are not gonna perform to the level that needs to be performed then that kind of sucks.
4: Seth, Seth and I were talking post-show
2: yesterday, and
4: he, he cracked the case.
2: Hold on. Oseus Keegan. Go Toronto Blue Jays, go. No one cares. Okay, you were saying? <laughs> that was random as hell. <laughs> Very good for him. Seth, Seth
4: has, he's got the book on Ant. He, uh, off-air, Aunt Chatty Cathy, 100 miles an hour, when the lights come on, man. Yeah, you're right.
2: Deer in the headlights. Shut down Jones. Um, Johante Davenport, Davenport took a real shot at you, Dennis. Oh, I'm all Stop ears. picking on Anthony. That's the only way Dennis gets a pop. <laughs> wow. Stiff Jones right there. <laughs> Take what I
4: can. Wait, so you want me to. St- <laughs> if I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, if I'm a stiff. one-trick pony, why would I give up my one-trick?
2: <laughs> you're more like a one-trip cow. Will you stop? You'll get ready to do the Antney voice. I, I, was, saw the face. I was. I saw the face. I was, yeah. Dude, I'm the only one who sees the, the preface. I was. I was. The you pre got Ant-y me. face. I know the face. My and hand was in the cookie jar. The thing is, that the pre Ant face is worse than the actual voice. Like, it's it's so insulting what you do with your face. Mike Flavio, though. no trick pony. He called you no trick. That means you have no talent. Wow. Man, you're getting ripped, bro. People hate you. it, you're getting more heat. Oh, I love it. Around. Do you really love it?
4: I soak it in. I'm like Russell Crowe in Gladiator. Are you not
5: entertained?
2: Speaking of uh, you're not entertained, <laughs> I noticed yesterday the Cesaro and um, Mohawk Jones. Sheamus. She- oh, fumble. Bitch.
4: <laughs> that dead hand, man, it takes a life of its own.
2: <laughs> Bro. That
4: you that you <laughs> are so upset.
2: I just clubbed the water jug. I saw it. You gave it a concussion. Did you hit it? <laughs> that was like, yeah. And hey, did we get that on uh, camera? Thanks. <laughs> uh, Notice he's trying to change his voice? He's yeah, he's trying he to go yeah, a little higher. Going, y- yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir, I did. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And hey, we should do voice lessons. You work on your voice. I bet there's some women that think your voice is sexy. Didn't a caller say that? There was a woman that called. And...
4: Was it Victoria from Texas? I feel like.
2: <laughs> oh my god, that's kind of awkward. You remember people's names and where they're from. Well, weird... Look, he's like about that. How do you know that,
4: Victoria? Well, because Victoria from Texas is one of the. Wait,
2: let me get this straight. Because you got the one hand, you could count on one hand how many females call the show. Is that why? I was.
4: I didn't want to say. That. I wasn't going to word it like that. Uh, uh, no, she, she's one of like she's in the she's in the Willie Chuck and the uh, and the Nick from Salem category. She's got a
2: she's got a <sighs> quirkiness to her. And okay, no, leave, leave him on. I'll see you later. Okay, we got a meeting at the end of me and Anthony. Dude, he doesn't seem like he's sweating this meeting with him and I. Private meeting, Jones, lead host. Of you do you even care. That should be something you're concerned about, no? I think he's like a duck, cool above water, underground, just i never heard that expression. It's probably an old one because you have nothing original about yourself. But but that was actually pretty good. Yeah, definitely not my own. James Hayes again with his comment. Tasks can only count on one hand for real. That's not true. I can count. Look, it doesn't work. This, I can still yeah, count. It's my dead hand. Look, okay. Wise <laughs> ass. Look, look, look at that my rig- dead hand. <laughs> look at it. <that. laughs> look at my dead hand.
4: Look at all those one finger curls. Mr.
2: Hayes, look at that. Look at that. Look, that's my dead hand. I need surgery on this thumb and this index finger. But this finger's fine. Say it. La la la. Yeah. Okay. The best part is, I get to watch myself doing that on delay on the Facebook <laughs> Live, and then I'll get to see people pop. And then I got to wrap to show up. Anyway. I think we're done. That's it, right? I'm getting a lot of faces, and I got the, the purple flower. What is that called again?
4: congratulations i think no,
2: no stop it congratulations wake up sir <laughs> the hell's wrong with you it's not congratulations what's the purple flower mean again folks please tell me and by the way people are asking about gold dust i did thank you lizette Austin. i did speak of that earlier i liked the turn by the way it surprised me i was shocked to see gold dust gold dust turn on r-truth i think part of it is because r-truth is going to be hosting they're trying to make him very relevant, so he's going to be hosting a game show on the WWE Network. So it's good to have him in like a C angle or B angle, whatever you want to call it. So I think it's good. Um, anyway, Mother's Day flowers to me a woo. To me, a Mother's Day's over. Stop, please. Flower mad, of honor. I can't get the purple flower. Enough. You ass. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta go. I gotta be done. I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Show's over. I'm sitting here talking about flowers. What the frick is going on? I'm, I'm done. Thanks to everybody who listened or watched the show on social media. Unbelievable. Be back tomorrow. Tell everybody about the show. Tell everybody you love the show. Spread the word. Go on Facebook. Like the mother effer on Facebook. I'm told to tell you people to share and like. Share and like it on Facebook. I'm Taz. You're not out I was raised in the days of my space and screen
1: names back then when I was only one top friends now my circle is getting smaller all these people acting fake man and to be honest i don't even have a top 10 me against the world i've been doing what i really love haters been hiding behind the screen man they movie cuts and when i'm back at home it never feels the same cause we've been doing our own thing trying to stay up i want to go back to days with no grace grand page But these likes on my picture Don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns Got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So going for another drink Just to get away We gotta live it up Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let you go I left my heart in the city